Welcome to Tell Us Our Football on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com. Cavalier Football is presented by Tell Us Our High School, the Christian Brothers School on the Avenue since 1949. Visit us online at DelSalNola.com to find out more about the right fit, the perfect fit for boys and girls in the metropolitan area at 5300 St. Charles Avenue. Now, let's head live to the stadium for the call of the game with Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director and DelSal Athletic Hall of Fame honoree Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and former Cavalier Jonah Keller, Class of 1998. And greetings from Pan American Stadium in City Park here in the beautiful city of New Orleans. A crisp but perfect night for football to wrap up the regular season in Louisiana high school football play with important implications for both of these teams. The Cavaliers of Dallas Al taking on the Lions of Booker T. Washington. I'm Jude Young filling in for Ken Trahan tonight. I'll have Jonah Keller step in in a moment. But to set things up for you tonight, the Cavaliers looking to bounce back from a 26 to 10 defeat last week against St. Augustine with plenty to play for. Dallas Al 2-0 in District 9-4A, but the same can be said for their opponent tonight, Booker T. Washington. So the winner gets to take the district title, and it could have a major effect on home versus away in the first round of the Division II select playoffs next week with Dallas Al at 15th in the ratings and Booker T. Washington at 18th right now. If the season would have ended last week, they'd be playing each other in a postseason game, but the results tonight could have an effect on that, and if Delisau wins, they will host a home playoff game. So the motivation is there for a Cavalier team that's had some ups and downs uh, this year, but certainly wants to go into the postseason on a high note. Jonah Keller joining me now to discuss the Cavaliers, their state, of the program at this point heading into an important game tonight. Jonah, great to be with you. You too, Jude. I enjoy, uh, obviously, everything about uh, high school football and, and being around the guys. And uh, it goes quick, right? I mean, it, it seems like we just started the season a couple weeks ago, but we're already in week 10. And like you talked about a little bit, this has been a season of more downs than ups and not something that De La Salle is used to. And, you know, they're going to try to uh, alleviate some of the pain of the season by getting a victory tonight against the district team in Booker T. Washington. But going back to start the season and kind of just doing a quick recap, it's they've had a brutal schedule. There's no way to sugarcoat it. I mean, you know, you go on the road to east, I'm sorry, to, to central Baton Rouge and you start off well, but then you got to go play places tough like St. Paul's and East Ascension come to town and they're good. And, you know, you go out to St. Charles Catholic. And so, yeah, I mean, your, your schedule wasn't the easiest in the world, but uh, you set it up that way. You want to be, so they say, battle tested for the playoffs, which are next week. And the hardest part, I think, for Dallas Al is coming off a really short week, like we just talked about. I mean, it seemed like we were playing St. Augustine two minutes ago. I mean, I, the Saturday night game gets over late. You got four days of rest, and you strap it up again and, and go at it. But the good thing about that is you are rested going into the playoffs. You get that extra day for next week, which, you know, De La Salle has had some minor injuries throughout the season, nothing truly major. They didn't really lose anybody for the whole season. So for the most part, that's the one thing that's been good. They've stayed healthy. The problem is they've, they've just stalled in a lot of their, their, their games this season where they've had leads that they've given up or where they've been close and then at the very end they've kind of, you know, fallen apart a bit. So yeah, if you look at the, the, the results and, and how they've won and lost games, it may be not be as indicative of how this team has performed. But 
No doubt about it. they got to get a win tonight. And if, if they can do that, they'll feel better about themselves going into the final uh, or going into the first week of the of playoffs. And last week against St. Aug, and again, the short turnaround from a Saturday to a Thursday is a challenge in and of itself. But when you play the Purple Knights, they're big and physical up front. That was a physical football game. And Cavaliers had a 3 to nothing lead at halftime despite terrible field position, trying to deal with that size. But a quarterback change for St. Augustine opened up the passing game, and they were able uh, to grab momentum in that contest to go on to the victory but it's sort of the story of Dallas Isles season in the defeats there were good quarters good halves but trying to put four quarters together is something Graham Jarrett and his coaching staff continue to work on with this football team yeah you got to play four quarters that's the bottom line I mean you can start off hot you can jump out to a lead you got to be able to hold it you can start off slow but you got to be able to finish strong so that has been the theme of the season you're right you hit it right on the head Jude is that the, the, this team has put together, you know, some good halves and quarters here and there, but they just haven't been able to finish. And that's been the kind of the theme of the season. But you know, the good news is, you know, you still have a game to play to kind of, you know, get your act together, I guess, so to speak. But um, that's a perfect opportunity tonight. But, but going back to, to the St. All game, I mean, that, that's about as physical as it's been all season. And I, another team that's their record doesn't indicate just how good they are, that's St. Aug. I mean, I wouldn't want to play them in the first round of the playoffs, and, and that's for sure. I mean, the way that they came out and, and, and played with them, though, with a 3 nothing lead at halftime, you felt good about it. But like you said, they made an adjustment. They put in a different quarterback, and, and De La Salle really didn't have an answer for him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think overall, though, I think uh, the one thing that you can say about De La Salle is that they are truly a battle-tested football team and uh, they've played some of the best teams in the state and they've hung with all of them i, I think uh, just besides maybe east ascension that they de la salle had a bad night east ascension played really well that wasn't a good combination and that was really the only big lopsided loss of the season other than that i mean they've been in all their games so Tonight, they're looking to rebound, get a win, and, and see how they can move on and, and make some noise in the playoffs. Booker T. Washington coming in with a 4-5 and five record, like the Cavaliers, 2-0 in 9-4-A, and they played a tough non-district schedule as well and showing some uh, of their potential playing teams like Salmon, Sanama, Eret, Easton, and Jesuit standing out there. And a close one early in the season against Sanama is a game that they could have won, and they certainly held their own against a Warren Easton team with a load of talent before their issues took them off the playing field uh, this year. Uh, tonight's matchup, Joan, is going to be a battle of wills. Both teams want to run the football, and they're going to stick with it, and the team that's able to establish the run the most is probably going to walk away with the victory tonight. Right on, and that's what De La Salle is going to want to do. I mean, Jason Banks has been the bell cow. I mean, he, he's their, their number one back, and, you know, they like to try to get him in space and, and move him a little bit and you'll see, you know, Kobe pounds tonight. You'll, you'll even see some jet sweeps to JSB enemy. Um, but it, that's the thing. I mean, De La Salle likes to chew up the clock, likes to play, you know, uh, with that on their side. As far as, you know, really gaining uh, momentum early, they're going to want to try to impose their will on the defense of Booker T. And that's not going to be an easy thing to do. I think, you know, Booker T, yeah, you look at their, their uh, results and their schedule, and it maybe doesn't look that good, but uh, this team's better than their record would indicate, too. In fact, I would go as far as to say that this is another one of those teams where maybe they're getting their act together towards the end of the season. If they could pull out a win tonight, and a team you wouldn't want to face in the first round of the playoffs, whether they flip-flop. But like you said, I think Dallas South sitting at around 15, and 
I don't know what would what would happen if these teams have to play each other again in a, in a week or so. I don't know how much that goes into the mindset of both of these yeah. coaching staff knowing a rematch could be on the horizon, but when you're playing for a district title just and win. a home game, yeah. you just got to win the just ball win game. game. I think we'll see a lot of passion tonight. We know Dallas Al on senior night honoring 20 seniors, including you mentioned key players like Banks and Pounds, enemy other key receivers like LeVar Fortenberry and Malik Jackson, all I'm sure wanting to show out with family members here as they were honored on the field just a little while ago. We'll take this time out and then we'll come back for the start of tonight's action. It's Dallas Al football taking on Booker T. Washington from Pan American Stadium here on 106.1 FM. De La Salle High School at 5300 St. Charles Avenue is rooted in the LaSallean heritage and tradition of the Christian brothers. De La Salle excels in guiding young men and women of varied backgrounds and abilities to develop spiritually, intellectually, physically, and socially. De La Salle offers college prep programs which inspire and prepare students for higher education with growth opportunities. De La Salle principles include concern for the poor and social justice, faith in the presence of God, quality education, respect for all persons, and inclusive community. De La Salle, lead on. Visit us at DeLaSalleNOAA.com or call 895-5717. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. Your station for prep sports year-round. We are 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Sal Band playing our national anthem. Captain's about to meet on the field for the coin toss of this one as Dallas Sal takes on Booker T. Washington in the regular season finale. Cavalier captains tonight include Derek Irvin along with Jace Bienemy and Troy Williams and Kedrick Richardson, the standout senior on the defense, making up the quartet at midfield as we determine how we're going to start this football game. I'm Jude Young along with Jonah Keller, and we'll get the results of that in a moment. But just looking at 
the state of this Cavalier team, as we talked about earlier in the pregame. Getting off to a good start, really important in this football game and establishing the running tandem of Jason Banks and Kobe Pound's a big part of that. Set the tone, and, and the way to do that is by, like I said, imposing your will. And uh, I'm looking down uh, at the offensive line huddled up, you know, a little pregame, you know, prayer for them. And this is a brand new offensive line for De La Salle that, you know, last year didn't play a single down together, and this year they were kind of forced to figure it out. And it took them a little while, but they were they've they've held their own. I'm, I'm proud of what they've been able to do and accomplish. And tonight will be a big task for them, and and it's important for this opening drive. I didn't see if we. Who gets it first? And it will be Booker T. Washington, Booker T. Washington who will receive tonight. So yeah, we'll put our defense out on the field and, and try to get a stop and give it right to our offense to make some noise. What stands out about the Cavalier defense that's had its moments this year is its versatility. You've got guys that can play at different levels of the defense, and we talk about the outstanding talent, the Sanford commitment, Kedrick Richardson yep. leading the way, the senior linebacker. He was playing a lot in the slot against very talented receivers last week against St. Augustine. The ability to move players around for matchups really help this defense out against different styles of offense yeah you said it I mean number, it's, it's Kedrick Richardson number 11 senior they call him Pawpaw and and he plays all over the place I mean he'll play you know with his hand in the dirt he'll stand up and he'll play like you know almost covering a slot in the safety type position he'll play linebacker but yeah he is he's a he's a threat to play anywhere in the field he's a thumper he hits hard I mean I'm, he plays special teams he does it all for coach Jarrett he's been a starter for four years He'll, he'll, be a, he'll be a huge loss going forward, but I'm expecting a big game out of him tonight. We'll get this thing started a minute or two early as the Cavaliers will kick off moving from our left to our right, wearing the home maroon jerseys with white numbers. Booker T. Washington, the Lions in white jerseys with red helmets and red numbers. And the kick is off the foot of Connor Butler and a short one down the far side, and an immediate hit is made. An excellent play special teams-wise, a lot like last week's game started out about the 27-yard line where the Lions will start their first possession uh, tonight. Yeah, nice hit by number 33, Sam Richardson. He's a safety, but making a nice special teams tackle. I'll tell you, Jude, I don't love the sky kick, but it's effective. Like, that's perfectly executed right there. You make the other team yeah. field the ball properly. Guys who aren't used to returning the football can sometimes be involved. So there's a, there's a strategy to that's it right. that does make sense. As the Lions on the field, they'll work out of the shotgun primarily with their second-year starter, the senior, Demyron Washington, six feet tall. He's a dangerous runner. And D'Amico Barnes next to him, and it'll be a pass for the Lions right away and down the middle, and it is caught in De La Salle territory right down the center of the field and immediately brought down at the 43-yard line <laughs> of the Cavaliers. So Booker T. Washington doesn't pass a lot, but they come out throwing and make a big play right away. Yeah, and they gave him time to throw the ball, and that was a, a play that took a little while to unfold, but when it did, he threw a terrific pass and uh, made a nice gain there on first down. And the junior, Tashawn Smith, able to make the grab, and Booker T. Washington on the football with the first first down of the game in De La Salle territory. A fake of the handoff and a dump off to the flat is low and incomplete. That was intended for Malik Thiel, and it'll be second down. Yeah, nice design play right there, and it's basically just to open up you know, a short, easy pass right there. But Montez Randall was there. I, he probably would have made the tackle. But nonetheless, uh, that's what you want if you're De La Salle is a, is a, a quick uh, play right there where you can keep him at the line of scrimmage. So after we wait a little bit, Booker T. Washington likes to go with the no huddle and play quickly. But a, an equipment adjustment here is going on as the quarterback, Washington, 
And Amico Barnes needing a little bit of help. The junior running back, who's to his left now. High snap, but handled. And the fake will lead to a run up the middle by Washington. Brought down at the far hash mark. Not much of a gain there. Maybe two or three close to the 40. Yeah, fooled me because Tim Maxson, I was had my eyes on him. Big number nine, the defensive lineman who made it. Look, I thought he was going to make a tackle for a loss. You saw it better than I did. But that's the beauty of the fake. I mean, they, 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 they ran it perfectly uh, for a, a short gain, but a, and a long third down. Make it a gain of three, so third and seven from the Dallas South 40. Just over a minute gone, first quarter of this one with the District 9 for a title at stake. Washington again in the gun. Barnes to his left, three wide receivers wide left, and Washington will roll to this side, near side left, and throw it low and incomplete. He was looking for Tashawn Smith at around the 30, but well covered by the Cavaliers with his own look. It was well covered, but I thought Washington had a chance to run for that one. I mean, he had a little bit of green in front of him. In fact, I don't know if they're going to go for this or not. It looks like they're going to send the punting unit on, but I think if he goes for that and just runs it, he may have picked up the first down. If not, he would at least picked up some positive yards to potentially go for it on fourth and short. Yeah, tough for a right-handed quarterback to roll That's to the left side there. He didn't get himself square, and you're right. He probably would have had better success running it as he looks to be the one in punt formation with just one back in front of him. He'll take the snap at the 50, about 10 yards back, and punt it off the side of his foot right side, hitting at around the 20 and taking a Della Sal bounce before it's downed at the 28-yard line. So Lions only gaining about 12 yards of field position as the Della Sal offense will get their first opportunity. Yeah, and you may not see that too much more tonight. I mean, if not that I'm, I'm trying to see the flags. I don't think there's a whole lot of wind, and I don't know if he was punting into it either way. I mean, it's chilly, but it's not too cold. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking a punt right there is the right move, but it, it didn't end up helping him out too much yardage-wise because De La Salle is going to get it in pretty good field position. So the Cavalier offense is on the field with Evan Arsenault, the junior quarterback, first full year as the starter. He'll have Jason Banks, the senior, to his right in the shotgun with two wide receivers near side and one to the far side. And Banks will take the handoff and find a crease and be brought down after a gain of about six going right off the right side of that big Dallas Al offensive line. Yeah, nice hole right there to gain a few positive yards, but I'm looking at Troy Williams, who's he plays defense and offense, and he, you'll see him a lot on the field, but he set a nice block right there on the outside to spring banks for a few extra yards. Second and about four for Dallas Al at their 34 at the 10-minute mark of this opening quarter here on 106.1 FM. Again, Arsenault with banks to his right will fake and throw near side, and then a blitzer coming in for Booker T. Washington, knocks the pass right down at his feet, incomplete. Yeah, that was Demond Lee, a linebacker who just came in on a blitz on the outside, and Arsenault didn't have a chance. I mean, he came in hands up exactly like you're taught, and in fact, I mean, he's listed at 6'3", 205 with his hands up. He's almost seven feet tall, so that ball wasn't going anywhere. But either way, it's a nice play, and, and, and third and manageable, but I, I, this is more of a throwing down for De La Salle, I think. Lee, a good-looking junior. You mentioned the size, leading tackler for the Lions with 34. He's got an interception this year as well. One in motion for De La Salle. That's Williams now setting up in the slot and it's a handoff and breaking a tackle and Banks barreling forward. He had to do that almost all on his own with a lion on his back, but a first down past the 40 yard line. Yeah, that's a great job right there because you're right, Jude. I mean, he had him stopped. That's big number 88. That's uh, Sharon Burton. He's listed at 6'5", 235. And Jason Banks just got out of that tackle and then able to pick up the first down. Lions with good size on both sides of the ball to challenge the Cavaliers tonight as they have their first first down of the night. 
And we'll set up with a receiver running behind. That's Fortenberry, but it's a handoff to Arsenault and straight up the gut room again, well blocked as he's brought down at the Delisau 47-yard line. Cavaliers finding success running between the tackles and, early. And that's what I was just about to say. I mean, you've, you've, you've ran, I think, five plays, and four of them have been runs. I mean, the one pass play you tried was a quick slant that got knocked down at the line of scrimmage. So we'll see if they go back to it. But, I mean, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They're able to move the chains with the run. So we'll see if they continue with that. Gain of six. Ball right in the middle of the field. Two receivers to the left and one to the right. In motion, Banks leaves the backfield. Arsenal with a screen set up, but throwing it too low. And it looks like it's caught. No called incomplete intended for Malik Jackson. It was well set up. But Arsenal with a little bit of pressure, not able to get the ball on target. Yeah, and this is a play they tried to run a few times against St. Aug last week without a whole lot of success. But what they're trying to do right there is they're allowing those defensive ends to come crashing in and they're letting their, their tackles come out to try to make a block downfield. Unfortunately, the ball was just underthrown. He wasn't able to catch it for, for a completion. So sort of like the first two plays of the possession, setting up third and four from their own 47. Arsenault with a back to his left. Three wide receivers to one side. Now in motion and now leaving is Biennemi, who will take the pass behind the line of scrimmage. Had to reach behind him, grabbed it, Made one guy miss, but not another, and it'll wind up being a loss behind the line of scrimmage of three or four yards, and the Cavaliers will have to punt it away. Yeah, you got to be real careful right there because that's a live ball if he drops it because it was behind him, almost a, a lateral. But either way, I mean, it, it didn't gain anything. In fact, I guess it lost a yard or two, but I don't love the design play. I was kind of hoping they were going to go more downfield, take a shot right there. But either way, you got a punting unit on now, and you'll try to flip the field to put Booker T. Washington, pin them deep. Connor Matthew just inside his 30. The Cavalier punter waiting to accept the snap with one deep back for the Lions standing at around his 20. It's a good snap, plenty of time to punt it away, and it turns over very nicely, and the Lions will just let it bounce. It does so inside the 30. It takes a bit of a Cavalier roll. Looks like it'll die at the Lions' 21-yard line. So both teams with a possession in this one, and we're both scoreless at this point with 7.40 to go. We'll take a 30-second timeout. This is DeLaSalle Football on 106.1 FM. The DeLaSalle Alumni Association Board would like to congratulate the Cavalier football team on another bid for the state championship and continuing our excellence on the avenue. We hope all of our proud alumni will update their contact information at DeLaSalleNOLA.com so we can celebrate another successful season together when it's safe for our Cavalier family to gather once again. Go Cavs! Lead on, 5300. First play, and it's a scramble to the right side and some room to move, and we have a late flag coming in as it's a first down run if it stands. Up the far sideline past the 30 to about the 33. Yeah, and that came from a back judge, so I don't know if that's going to end up being a hit out of bounds late, because that's what it would appear to be, although they're not moving the football just yet. It's going to be on De La Salle. They're going to call it a late hit. So a chance for Booker T. Washington, like the first play of their opening possession, to get big yardage right away as the chains will move and we'll see the step off again out of bounds at about the 34 on the keeper. And we talked about it a little earlier, the ability to run by the quarterback, Washington, who has 572 yards and six touchdowns on the ground coming in to go with another 572, nice and tidy and even throwing the ball. And after the march off, and it does look to be a major foul, it'll be right at midfield, mark it at the 50, first and 10 for the Lions. 719 to go, scoreless in the opening quarter. Washington behind center. 
back to his right, trips to the left. Takes the snap, fakes it, will step up and look to throw. Fire it deep down the field, and it is nearly, and it is intercepted. Bobbled initially, but pulled in nicely. Santana Jala, the senior defensive back, making a great play on the ball. Well, it's good to have him back. Santana got injured a few weeks back, and he missed out on the Newman game, and, and we could have really used him in that one. But he just showed his athletic ability right there to go up and snag that ball. And honestly, uh, Jude, I thought Washington was going to take off and run. The entire open middle of the field was open, and I guarantee you the coaching staff's going to let him know that because the, 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 the linebackers came crashing in along with the defensive line, so he didn't have a whole lot of time. But if he runs it up the middle, he would have had a nice game. But either way, great play by the De La Salle defense to give him the ball back. They'll have it deep in their own territory after the interception as Jala was down at his own 10. I'm not sure who that pass was intended for either. There were two lions streaking down the near it side. It was underthrown either way. Yeah. Arsenault will take the snap, hand it off, and Banks will be stacked up at the line and fall forward for what he can, maybe a gain of one on the carrot. Yeah, that might have been Pounds. Let's see. It's hard to see if that now was it's, yeah, it's Pounds', pounds. first opportunity. So they'll, they'll rotate him in and out. In fact, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. You know, Banks didn't look like he was injured or anything, but I think they want to keep him fresh and, and, and try to get them both some carries and to split the time tonight as, you know, the, the clock is moving and, and the offense needs to get things going. Pounds with 368 yards on the year, trailing Banks as a leading rusher with 654 coming in, and it'll be another chance for Kobe Pounds to run it between the tackles and get what he can. But again, the line's able to pinch in pretty well. Got close to the 15-yard line, setting up third and about five. Yeah, and this is, a like we just said a little while ago, I mean, I'm impressed with the size of this Booker T defensive line and their linebackers. I mean, these guys are big and physical, and so far in this game, I mean, all the, all the, you know, credit the De La Salle offense line, they've been to push them a little bit. There's not a big, big holes opening up or anything, but Coach Jarrett showed they're going to stick with the run tonight, though. Rashawn Davis, by the way, the nose tackle for Booker T. Washington. 6'3", 275. He's a space eater who helps those other athletic defenders find space. A play action fake on third down. A complete nice catch, and he breaks away. One man to beat and brought down at the 45 of Dallas Alla. Big passing play on a strike from Arsenault for the third down conversion. Okay, and that's Brant Haynes. He's a senior. This is his first year playing football. He's a bowler by trade, actually. Huh. He is a very good bowler, him and his sister. And I think it took some convincing to have him come out for the team. But from what Coach Jarrett told me, he is, he's got sticky hands. He catches everything. And he just showed right there his ability to run after the catch, too. 11th catch of the year for Haynes on a strike. Get it. From Arsenal. Ah, Jude. <laughs> there we go. From the 45, first down, another play action fake. Throw over the middle to double coverage, and fortunate not to have it intercepted. Knocked down right down the center of the field. That one intended for the freshman, Ronald Cash, trying to sneak him behind the defense, but the Lions not fooled. Yeah, I don't love that one. I mean, that's a. You know, that's one of those plays where they'll look at that again and realize that there was safety help over the top and the corner was with them step for step. So you got to be real careful right there after, you know, you made a nice chunk play, but, you know, I, I was expecting De La Salle to come back with the run on that one, but instead they go deep into double coverage for incomplete. Lehman Foster, the senior, their veteran defensive back on the play, gets the deflection and nearly the pick. Second and ten for the Cavaliers. Snap, and this time they'll keep it on the ground and spinning past nice one snap. tackler and another. Bank stays on his feet in the Lions territory and down to the 46, close to a first down, but we do have a flag yeah, behind be the play. A, they're going to call a face mask because the first initial would-be tackler came up on him high, and you could see his head get turned around a little bit, but I mean, uh, Banks was just muscling through that and then broke another tackle, so 
I guess they'll tack on another 15 here on after this one. Two 360s running through contact. He just kept his legs pumping, and you see why Banks is the bell cow back for this team on a run like that. Without a lot there, not only does he get nearly 10 yards, but mark off another 15 and a great chance for De La Salle on this possession as they'll be set up just outside the 30. You know, we're spoiled. That's like three years in a row. I mean, you know, we, we had P.J. Martin for so many years who ran the ball a lot like Jason Banks does with – you know, he's the initial tackler he's able to, you know, to get away from. And, you know, whenever you can do that, there's there's obviously a lot of success there. Market at the 31 of Booker T. Washington, 447 and counting first quarter in a scoreless contest. Arsenal barking out the signals will hand it off to Banks. Big hole up the middle, runs into a DB, spins again, keeping his feet. What a power run again by Banks. A big gain inside the 20, close to the 15. Yeah, nothing cute right there. I mean, they're just running him the A-gap right in between the center and guard. And uh, down Booker T. Washington player to be a little break in the action. But look, I mean, I, I'm impressed with the way they've been able to run the ball. And I, I look, known Coach Jarrett a really long time, and he's a former offensive lineman. And I think that that's the bread and butter of this football team and has been for a while is clock management, you know, control the line of scrimmage. And in a game like this where – you know, you, you're having success running the football. You want to stay consistent, and you want to do your best to make sure uh, you keep the chains moving. In a lot of pain, Sedale Jackson, who was one of those defenders who ran right into Banks, got the worst of it. As we'll take a 30-second break here with 4.28 to go. Delisau on the move and in the red zone in a 0-0 contest in Week 10 of the prep football season here on 106.1 FM. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Uh, what does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus. Compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Sedale Jackson, the defensive back for Booker T. Washington, still down here and needing attention. Looked like a lower leg issue as the trainers work on him. Delisle at the Booker T. Washington 15-yard line with a chance to score the first points of this contest. And good to see he's on his feet now and hopping a little bit, trying to put weight on it. We'll see if he can go off under his own power. He will try to with a couple of trainers again to each side trying to assist here and it looks like he's trying to keep weight off that left leg yeah you hate to see that i mean last regular season game and you know it it's it, obviously it's a contact sport it's going to happen but the the lower half injuries the leg injuries like that those are tough to come back from in a game you just hope it's not anything too serious so the cavaliers ready to line up here and try to get on the board with a first down first trip into the red zone for either team tonight pound still the running back next to Arsenault as the official's not yet ready to set the ball live for play. Again, we're at Pan American Stadium tonight. Nice weather on senior night for De La Salle High School and big week for the Cavaliers. Hall of Fame festivities last night at De La Salle. 
The snap comes to Arsenal. He'll look to throw. He has pounds wide open in the flat, and he will walk into the end zone. 15-yard touchdown. Cavaliers with the first points of the night. Now you can see the way that that play developed. Pounds is in the backfield. He kind of just runs out into the flat, and there's no linebacker helping. Look, you had an injured player the play before. Maybe the newcomer was supposed to be assigned to that running back, and he just missed him. But great throw and a great catch and a great run after catch to give the zealous Sal a 6-0 lead. He was so open, Arsenal could have tried to pull the swing on it, but instead a confident throw hit him in stride and made it easy. So Pounds didn't have to think about it. He knew he had six no. all the way. And you know, sometimes when you're a quarterback and you see him that wide open, you you don't want to choke that pass, but Arsenal did a good job of putting it right where it needed to be. Cavaliers looking to tack on the extra point. Bit of a tough snap and a hesitation to try to kick it up, and it is no good. So can't blame Butler, as I think that's his first missed extra point of the year, but it was all about the snap and difficulty getting the ball down. Yeah, and that's been a problem this season for De La Salle is, you know, the execution between snapper and the holder and the kicker, and unfortunately it falls a lot of times on the snapper, and they've used quite a few of them, but that's Michael Radka right there, who's a wide receiver, who's, you know, the holder, and he went up and got it, but it just wasn't in time uh, to, to even really get the kick off. I think he may have, but it was blocked quickly, but yeah, that really hasn't happened a whole lot, you know, but I've noticed throughout the season punting has been an issue where the long snappers punted it over the, you know, punter's head. In fact, you could argue at the beginning of the season one of our losses was to St. Paul's, and there was a huge play in that game where the ball got snapped over the punter's head. But in high school, that's more common than you think. Oh, there's no doubt. Guys get college scholarships, NFL jobs for years simply to do that one thing to it, have that one skill was, it's so important and I, so difficult i was going to say i played center and that was one of my jobs i didn't do punt all the time but i did field goal and i promised you that if you're you know a snapper and you're coming in and you just finished a nine ten play drive it's not the easiest thing to look between your legs and throw a perfect strike you know you're not that old but back then you could get cream they didn't protect right. you like they do now That's yeah right. totally different Butler to kick it away and another short kick. This very short around the 35 and I think a fair catch was called before the Lion who grabbed it looked to run and it was one of their better players handling the football trying to make something happen to Sean Smith. Maybe another player for Booker T. Washington wave for the fair catch that, if the referees will put it at the 34 of the Lions. I was about to say, Jude, I think that might have been somebody else because yeah. I was watching the ball and when he caught it there was definitely no arm motion but I don't, and they are, that's actually a flag yeah, down Yeah, that should too. be, that should be. Because he ran it. Right. Okay. Delay of game is what it's called, and mm. that is the signal here, so they'll march it back a little bit further uh, against Booker T. Washington. 4.07 to go first quarter, 6 to nothing, Dallas Sal. And we've seen both of these teams now try to establish their quarterbacks as passers, knowing, I think, the scouting report both ways that their run-first football team We'll see if Booker T. Washington looks to try to run the football a little bit more yeah. as Demiron Washington's put it in the air a lot early, including an interception. Yeah, all I know is if I'm the uh, Booker T. Washington you know, offensive coordinator, I'm telling him to look look to run when you've got it because Dallas South sells out against the Blitz on a few of those plays. He could have tucked it and ran for a big pickup. Washington awaiting the snap back to his right and trips to the far side left. He will drop back the throw again and fire to the far side. And he has a receiver who able to make a move after the catch for a first down and more. And near the sideline, marked down at the 45. Good arm by Washington, an accurate throw there. Yeah, I love it. That's Deshaun Smith who tried to yeah. you know get that ball. But this is the best, Jude. 
I'm looking at the Booker T. Washington uh, lineup here. They got him listed as athlete. I, I love that. <laughs> I, I mean, athlete means you can literally play anywhere on the field, and I'm sure he can, but he just showed his ability right there to make a nice catch and run. Second catch tonight. He's got 16 on the year with three scores, and he will carry the football every once in a while. This is a fake by Washington. He'll keep it up the middle, evade one tackler, and then get hit low and brought down, but not until he crosses into De La Salle territory at the 47. Yeah, they're doing a really good job of running this fake because hey, I saw two De La Salle defenders totally bite on it, and that opens up the middle of the field, and Washington right there with a nice gain, and that's the thing about it. I mean, if you're able to sell that fake, I mean, that, that's, that's a huge advantage, and they've been able to do that so far tonight. Call it a gain of seven on the play, and Washington, whether he's looked to throw and step up in the pocket or run, has had room right up the middle on several occasions. Clock inside, three minutes first quarter. A fake of the handoff, a throw near side. And there is the dangerous Tashawn Smith. He's an athlete. He's got a first down inside the 40, brought down at the 36-yard line. And they're trying to challenge and show the eye candy, but also attack wide to open up the middle. And it's worked well on their possession. And I was just about to add that uh, that's Jala right there who brought him down, but he rode him for about five yards. So, I mean, that just showed some real tough ability right there, actually, after the initial contact to drag the defender with him another few yards. Smith listed at 185 at 5'9", so a low center of gravity. Tough to grab a hold of. Looks like a quarterback draw, or Washington decided to run quickly and has plenty of room as he slides down close to another first down inside the De La Salle 30, maybe about a yard short of the sticks. And that's exactly what I was just talking about, is that design either a quarterback draw or just wait until the middle of the field opens up because that's been a, the, you know kind of the Achilles heel of the De La Salle defense looks like it's the middle of the field tonight and they show if they're going to do they're going to let him have it he's going to take it gain of nine so second and one from the Cavalier 27 again trips to the near side that's the wide side of the formation this time it is a handoff to Barnes and maybe that's why they've avoided it swarmed by the Cavaliers the entire defensive line basically caved in on the play and that charge was led by Jaden Ellie, the junior defensive tackle. Yeah, and Ellie, it's good to see him back in the lineup. He's another guy that's been kind of hurt off and on this season. And, you know, he had some knee issues, and he looks to be healthy tonight on a nice play right there for a loss, big loss for them now bringing up a third down. Third, maybe a long two on the loss behind the play, or three marked at the 29. We'll call it three. And we have a stop in the action. De La Salle jumped, but I don't know if they were provoked enough to get the offsides call. We're going to see. Far side official is indicating yeah. offsides against the Cavaliers, and that'll be a first down via the penalty to help out the Lions on this possession. And that's one word. That's discipline right there. That's, that's a great job by the Booger T. Washington offensive line to just hold their water right there and just let the snap count unfold. And they got De La Salle to jump, gives them a first down. Keep an eye on Deshaun Smith lined up in the slot. Two wide receivers to his left. Malik Thiel and Troy King. As Washington takes the snap again, he's looking to throw. He's firing deep towards the corner. There is that man for a touchdown. 24 yards, the strike to Smith, and that was another beautiful throw by Washington. I mean, picture perfect. I mean, he had a defender coming at him. In fact, he, take a, he took a big hit after he threw it, but he still threw a perfect pass for the touchdown to give the tie, now tied up six to six now with the uh, extra point coming up. Awfully impressive here late in the first quarter. The Lions able to respond and go down the field and uh, they won't employ a kicking game so they'll be looking to go for two in a 6-6 contest here. Trying to get their personnel straight. 
And they clock ticking under 15, now 13. They're going to have to call a timeout unless they hurry it up. Let's see if they can. Usually a no-huddle team that can move fast. They'll have to move quickly here as Smith will go to the slot right. Another receiver to his right. Washington getting Barnes to his right. Will take the snap, hand it off. Barnes will weave his way up to the goal line. Did he get in? It's close, waiting for the signal. And no, Man, brought down just inside the one. I don't know. I thought he was going to get it the way he was moving. He must have just got stuffed right at the one-inch line. But... Nonetheless, I mean, that was impressive just to get that play off because, I mean, the, the clock struck zero as he was snapping the ball, so he's lucky to get it off. But either way, I mean, that's a nice, you know, response by Booker T. Washington to go right down the field right there with a couple of chunk plays and a nice touchdown at the end to cap it off. No doubt, and it started with their ability to throw the football as Washington able to connect with Tashawn Smith three different times on the drive, and the last pass, an absolute beauty on the corner route just inside the pylon. And uh, the execution of the passing game, really surprising for Booker T. Washington. They look sharp throwing the football sands the interception a little earlier in the quarter. Yeah, and maybe something that De La Salle didn't see a whole lot of on film, so maybe they didn't spend a... I'm sure they spent enough time, but maybe they didn't think they would throw it as much as they have, like you said, Jude. But either way, they're going to have to put some pressure on the quarterback and try to get to him, maybe rattle him a little bit, because he's shown the ability, if he has some time to throw the football, he's got a really good arm, and he's accurate. Fourth touchdown catch of the year for Smith. He's caught four of the five touchdowns that Washington has thrown this season. Now the kicking game, always interesting for teams that don't employ a place kicker normally as they'll tee it up at the 40. And Dallas Sound needs to be alert for pretty much everything here. The man to try to kick it will be the quarterback, Demiron Washington. He punted as well, so clearly he is as talented as it gets on this football team. He will approach it and kick it straight down the middle of the field. Hangs up pretty well, but taken inside the 20. A chance for a big return. Breaking one tackle. No, not able to get away. Trying to stay on his feet, but eventually called down. And that time for De La Salle, able to field it and do what he can with it, was Eamon, Eamon Williams. Williams. Yes, he, freshman running back. You know, and I was just going to say, talking about Eamon Williams and, and Ronald Cash, there's a couple of freshmen that have seen a lot of playing time this year. And, Coach Jarrett trusts them to put them back deep to receive. I mean, sometimes we'll see Banks as a punt returner or a kick returner. But right there, you see a true freshman coming in there. And, you know, that, that's an impressive, uh, you know, thing for him to be able to trust him to be able to do that. Yeah, important. You don't want to have to use many starters on special teams if you don't have to. So the youngsters, like Williams, have to step up. Maybe an 11-yard return. We'll call it 11. And from the 29, De La Salle will take the high snap. Arsenault will hand it off. Banks back out there at running back. Tries to jump over a defender. Gain of about four as he's brought down at the 33. Yeah, they're going to stick with the run, and, and, and why not? I mean, it's good to see Banks, you know, we saw more pounds, I guess, to begin the last drive, and then now we're seeing Banks to start it. So that's going to be the last play of the first quarter. An entertaining first quarter. Both teams with touchdown drives playing for the District 9-4A title and going at it through 12 minutes of play. Dallas South 6, Booker T. Washington 6. We'll be back for quarter number two. This is Dallas South Football on 106.1 FM. De La Salle High School at 5300 St. Charles Avenue is rooted in the LaSallean heritage and tradition of the Christian brothers. De La Salle excels in guiding young men and women of varied backgrounds and abilities to develop spiritually, intellectually, physically, and socially. De La Salle offers college prep programs which inspire and prepare students for higher education with growth opportunities. De La Salle principles include concern for the poor and social justice, faith in the presence of God, quality education, respect for all persons, and inclusive community. De La Salle, lead on. Visit us at DeLaSalleNola.com or call 895-5717. 
Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Jude Young and Jonah Keller with you from City Park's Pan American Stadium. Dallas Al with the football tied at six with Booker T. Washington. Second and six for the Cavaliers from their 33 as Evan Arsenault takes the snap and hands it to Jason Banks who comes left side for a first down and more. Jumps over one defender and puts his shoulder into another before he's brought down at the 45. Yeah, and look, I'm, I'm watching, you know, 22. That's uh, Jamonte Barnes. I mean, he's basically throwing his body into Banks. That ain't going to work. Banks kind of just unloaded right there. He shows his ability to, you know, when he gets in the open field, he's a tough guy to bring down. And uh, we want, I'd like to see that, you know, nice gain right there to pick up a first down. He's used spin moves. He's used power yep. so far Stiff tonight on. and had a lot of success running the football. Maybe Delisal getting back to what we normally see from the Cavaliers. First and 10 from their own 45. Banks to the right of Arsenal will not get the handoff. It's a fake and open near side. Jace Bienemy, first opportunity for him to show off his ability inside Lions territory and a first down as he's knocked out of bounds near side at the 42. Yeah, just, you know, basically, basically uh, you know, it's, a, it's an easy out right there for, for Banks and, I mean, I'm sorry, for Biennemi and did a good job right there of just catching it and picking up another first down and move the sticks. And looks like Dallas South's trying to go a little bit of hurry up right here. 22nd catch of the year for Biennemi. Puts him right near the 300-yard mark. He runs it a lot on those fly sweeps as well. Single coming in from the sidelines, and Arsenault barking out the play at the line of scrimmage. Now back in the gun. Again, Banks to his right. Trips right. Hand off to Banks right up the middle. Actually, just pounds in there for him, and good room for Kobe Pounds as he's down near the 35-yard line. You're seeing some creases here between the tackles. Dallas Al able to run the ball successfully. Yeah, and you like to see that. I mean, I'm not sure what the first play was, but it, whether it was a design pass and then they checked off to the run, but either way, they picked up some nice yardage there on first down, and there's a Dallas Al player down. Looks like an offensive lineman. Yeah, unfortunately, a delay in the action. We'll try to figure out who's down for the Cavaliers right around where the tackle was made as Delisal on the move this time with the running game. It was a 15-yard touchdown catch by Kobe Pounds from Evan Arsenault to give Delisal a six to nothing lead in the first quarter. But Booker T. Washington able to strike back as Demiron Washington hit to Sean Smith for a 24-yard score. And the Cavalier still down as he's gaining attention and Graham Jarrett the Cavalier head coach out there to take a look at him as well. I think it might be Cedric McDonald. He's a sophomore offensive lineman. I can't really tell. The whole team's kind of standing in, in front of us, so we can't really see, but they're getting him up. And yeah, that is 74, and he's not being able to put a whole lot of weight on that left leg, which might have been, might have gotten run up on there in the middle. Just trying to do his job, and sometimes yeah. guys fall into your legs. That looked like the case there, as he will be helped off of the field and trying to avoid putting weight on that right side. You hate to see that. No, and, and I mean, you know, this might have been one of those, like I said, he might have got hit from the side angle right there and hit, hit him right on the knee. So Dallas L looking to get right back to action. As 
McDonald off the field. His replacement in the lineup. Motion into the formation, and a handoff will go to the left side. And sort of just trying to fight his way forward again. Bank. Guess who? Jason Banks. Yeah, and they got the first down right there. And, and really, he was stopped. And I correct that. That was Pounds that running was pounds. with power there. So both showing their ability to push the pile there. And a really nice job there when not a lot was available once he hit the line of scrimmage. Well, I'll be honest with you. He's very lucky that he caught the snap because it was about a foot over his head. So got a little bit, got to get better at that, that's for sure. Jamone Smith, another sophomore in there in the stead of the injured Cedric McDonald. First and 10 for Dallas Al at the Lions 31. Tied at six here early second quarter. Arsenault fakes fumble. and loses the football. Huh? And they're going to say his arm was moving forward, fortunately for De La Salle, for an incomplete pass. As again, they're blitzing in from both corners. He tried to fake and looked like he tried to pull it back, but his arm was already going forward. Yeah, I was hoping that, you know, that's the, that was the case, and that's what the referee called. So good eye there, Jude, too. But, I, you know, that, that there was nobody. I think that, that end came in basically untouched. And I think what, what Arsenault wanted to do right there was potentially pump fake and then try to hit the enemy deep. But nonetheless, I mean, that was a nice play right there. So it's going to bring up a second down. And I don't, I'm looking to see if McDonald's getting worked on on the sideline or he's moving around. I, uh, he's still getting worked on. We'll see if Dallas South finds a way to exploit that crashing from both ends that we've seen. Yeah. On the play action plays, it's sort of blown things up for the Cavaliers. This will be another fake and a throw over the middle this time behind the intended receiver. And it's going to be in complete there as once again Arsenal had to get rid of it quickly intended for the senior Malik Jackson well you just said it Jude I'm watching with the Booker T Washington defenses and there's they're creeping up further and further because they're just saying you know try to beat us with your arm here because they don't want to give up the long runs anymore and you know if they're going to do that when that's like you just said you got to be able to exploit it and you got to be able to hit those slants or find somebody on a post route or you know on the seam or something but either way that's what it looks like and now it's a third and long so they'll creep They'll creep back a little bit further and play more of a preventative-style defense. Third and 10 at the Booker T. Washington 31. Maybe four-down territory here. Arsenal will look to set up the screen, and it's very well done indeed. And a chance to run for LeVar Fortenberry, who takes it all the way into the end zone for the touchdown. You can't run a screenplay any better than that. 31-yard score. Now, that was perfect. And, you know, Fortenberry, that might be his first or maybe only second touchdown of the season you don't see him you know that his number called a lot on that that design kind of wide receiver screen but they try to run that with a, you know, a few times against St. Aug last week without a whole lot of success but that was run absolutely perfectly like you said for a nice touchdown and the key to that you know even on third and long Lions are showing blitz they're bringing extra defenders and that's how you can exploit a defense, and no question the Dallas Al offensive linemen out in front and receivers all did their job. 31-yard score, now a chance for the extra point. Another low snap, but we won't even have the play count as a whistle and an infraction, and this time offsides called against Booker T. Washington. So maybe yeah. decision time I, for Dallas I, Al. I think you run this ball. They're going to reset the game clock, obviously, so you'll have a, you know 25 seconds on it. They're not looking like they're going to run their offense back on, but, man, you're half distance to the goal will put you at the one. No hesitation when you do have the kicking game advantage if you can get the snap and the hold down, right. although looked like another extra point try was going to be blown up there. It'll be about an 18-yard extra point from around the one-yard line. The snap will come. And Connor Butler will do his job and put it through. Hard to see with the darkness in the end zone in this stadium, but 
Delisal able to take a 13-6 lead. These teams have scored on three straight possessions. 9.09 mark, second quarter, and we'll take the break. Delisal football coming at you on 106.1 FM. The De La Salle Alumni Association Board would like to congratulate the Cavalier football team on another bid for the state championship and continuing our excellence on the avenue. We hope all of our proud alumni will update their contact information at DeLaSalleNOLA.com so we can celebrate another successful season together when it's safe for our Cavalier family to gather once again. Go Cavs! Lead on, 5300. Running game, striking early in the drive. The pass getting the job done late. And LeVar Fortenberry, actually his fourth touchdown of the year, a 31-yarder on the perfectly executed screen. Arsenault, a couple of early TD passes for the Cavs as they will kick the short kickoff. And again, waiting for the dangerous to Sean Smith, but he retreats and loses ground and wrestled down inside his 25 maybe lost seven or eight yards on the play trying to make something happen going to the far side yeah and you know what I, i'm looking at Desh, uh, to sean smith and i'm just thinking to myself don't kick it to him and of course they kick it right to him and he hits a <laughs> loss on that one but i think what they're trying to do right there he's trying to get around the edge and if he does is he's got a plenty plenty of green grass but that was a really nice open field tackle by montez randall right there so dallas driving 72 yards for the touchdown after a 90 yard drive and, and missing uh, a play Ellie's going to come on late. Yeah, we see a late substitution, but not ready to put the ball in play yet. The ball not actually spotted in the proper spot yet. It'll be at the 23 of the Lions as Washington, the offense lineup with receivers two to each side. And Barnes, the running back to his left. Delisau showing five on the front, dropping a couple, and it looked like it had Washington confused as he threw it into the ground over the middle. Troy Williams showing blitz, dropping into the center of the field. Okay, and I'm, I'm also watching, as we talked about in the beginning of the game, or before the game, was number 11, Kedrick Richardson, who's out there in the flat guarding a receiver. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of playing that middle zone, you know, type of defensive position where, you know, he's kind of, he's handing off, so to speak, the receiver to the middle of the field and, and there was just nowhere to go with it. He's made so many plays this year, forcing a couple fumbles, approaching 100 tackles. The Sanford commitment can do it all for this Dallas South defense. Now rushing from the left edges, it's a screen to the far side, into the hands of Barnes and brought down at the 28-yard line. Dallas South defended that one where very well, set up well early. It looked like Williams leading the charge on the tackle. Yep, and it was Williams, and I think that was number 44, Jameer Hall, who's a, a junior defensive end who's had to play more this season, uh, you know, because of some some injured De La Salle players, but he just made a nice open field tackle right there, but that screen looked like it was going to go for a lot more than it did. Just a nice tackle by De La Salle. Went for six, the pursuit there preventing more for the Lions who face a third and four from their 29. 6-16 and counting in the first half. Dallas Salle leading 13 to six. Trips to the near side. That's the far side of the formation right for the Lions offense. Washington looking to throw immediately. Nobody there. Now we'll just throw it up for grabs and out of bounds into the Dallas Salle sideline. Some confusion clearly on that play for the Lions as Washington was trying to unload quickly and all his receivers ran downfield. Yeah, and I gotta say, I mean, Jaden Nelly, I mean, I don't know if he was touched, but 
credit, you know, the Booker D. Washington quarterback. That's He just threw that ball probably 50 yards off his back foot out of bounds. That was still impressive for him to get that play off and avoid a big loss on a sack. Forcing the second punt of the ball game, and Washington will do the honors in deep formation, waiting for the snap inside his 20. Chance for Dallas South perhaps to get very good field position. We shall see. They go after the punter and somehow Maybe they got a piece of it, I'm not sure, but taking a Lions bounce into Dallas out territory, hit about the 47, will be down at about the 40, but three different Cavaliers busted through untouched. And I'm watching, it's, it's, it's you know, three of their regular defensive starters. They didn't really, I don't know if they even brought their punt team out because they went all out after it. Somebody got a finger on it, but the fact that the ball went that far and then got a huge Booker T. Washington bounce. I mean, Dallas South's got pretty good field position still, but it could have been a whole lot better. I think the caution you have sometimes of not getting called for roughing yeah. the kicker and a situation like that might have gotten into the heads of those three, including Maxson in on it. Richardson upset he didn't get a yeah, piece of Yeah, and you're taught it. if you don't get a piece of that ball, you better not touch the punter, you know, so it's all or nothing. So Cavaliers trying to score on their third straight possession at their own 40 to start this one. High snap, but it goes to Banks, and he's through the middle with plenty of room, runs over another lion and barrels into Booker T. Washington territory. 12-yard run. Absolutely, Banks on a mission tonight on senior night. He is running hard. And so, Banks, I mean, I love this kid. I mean, the way he, he actually, he, he's like seeking, you know, to get hit right there. He probably, maybe he could have bounced it. No, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and truck this safety. Yeah, and that was, in that case, Tarek Forsha. Another big guy, though, at 6'2", but just running into a determined Banks tonight. He's taking on DBs with a vengeance. First down at the 48 of Booker T. Washington. Throw over the middle behind the intended target. Looked like that time Errol Matthews was in the ball game, a senior wide receiver who was open, but the timing off on that one. Yeah, and I don't know if that was a, a somebody went a wrong route because it, it, it was intended for Errol Williams, but the outside receiver right there, uh, it looked like he was supposed to be running more of like a skinny post. Instead, he just kind of ran right into him. So a little confusion on that play, it looked like. So Matthews will stay in in the slot to the right. Three wide receivers wide side right for DeLaSalle. The enemy in the middle of that pack, one to watch. Banks to the left of Arsenault, takes the handoff, and why not just keep it on the ground? It's working. Good game to the 40, and a good one-on-one -on -one tackle to prevent more as you're starting to see the wear and tear here. This Lions defense getting up slower and slower with every running play. Yeah, you love to see. That's what you want is kind of just imposing your will, and the clock's ticking down right now, and you're able to run the football, and I think that's what they want to do right here is, you know, if they can have a nice sustained drive and eat up some clock and get another touchdown on the board before half. So Pounds now in at running back. And it will be third and three from the Lions' 40-yard line. Center of the field to work with. Two wides to the right, one in the slot on that side. And a handoff, two pounds on the delay. And he has room trying to keep his feet and does. Falling forward near the 30, gain of 10. First down, Cavaliers. Yeah, and I love it. I mean, hold on to the football. He's spinning around. And, you know, you've got to protect it right there. And that's the main thing is you've picked up positive yards. you picked up a first down. And just protect it, which he did a good job of. So... You know, like the, the slant plays have been okay. They haven't, you know, been a total success. But what has been is just the ability to run between the tackles tonight. In the interior of this offensive line, doing a nice job. And we talked about Jamon Smith, the sophomore. He's having to play center right now and doing a good job of it along with this front for the Cavaliers. First down, marked it at the 32. Arsenault takes the snap, hands it off, pounds, trying to break three as he tried to slide to his right but grab and no gain on the play that time. Yeah, and so they're just basically going pounds, banks, pounds, banks, because banks is coming back in the game now. So, 
But you're right, Jude. I mean, you're watching the Booker T. Washington defensive line just get up slower and slower. But, you know, that's, that's what the effect of being able to run the ball does is it just, you know, wears down the defensive line. So I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to throw it here, uh, maybe one of the next couple of plays. But I think you're getting close to four down territory if you're Dallas Salas. The clock ticks around five minutes left in the half. The freshman cash is up top in the formation. And it looks like Williams is out there, the two-way player for the Cavaliers. Delay a game. In the slot, and yeah, it is a penalty, it looks like, on the play coming behind the defensive line for Booker T. Washington. We'll wait for the signal here as the Cavaliers were facing second and 10. No, they're waving. You know what? I watched the clock tick down, but I don't think they reset it properly, so that's why they're picking it up. Right, 25 put yeah. on the clock now. And that makes sense. Yeah, because it did seem really fast, but I watched it go to zero. I was like, how, how could that have been? But they just didn't have it set. Play clock also running now at 4.45 to go in the half with Dallas Al up seven. Second and 10 at the Booker T. Washington 32. Williams in motion will stop. Offset to the left. Fake of the handoff. Throw on the slant. Caught. Tackled immediately at the 25-yard line. But the timing much better on that play as Arsenal able to pull the ball back and put it in the hands of Cash. Yeah, and you're definitely in four down territory here, so you're gonna have probably two chances to pick up this first down, but that was a nice catch because it looked like he might have been hit a little bit early, but he able to hang on and pick up some nice yardage there. Seven the gain on the play, just inside the 25, so third and a short three, and one would think Dallas Howell will go back to their bread and butter with Banks to the right of Arsenault, tight formation with just one wide receiver at the bottom, handoff to Banks, and he's able to push the pile with that big offensive line for a first down to the 20 before he's brought to the turf. And this is exactly what you want because you know this might end up being you know potentially the last drive of the half for De La Salle and, and, and they'll get it to, to start the second half. So you know it's 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 just football 101. Take time off the clock as much as you can. Don't give them any with you know any time left and try to get yourself some points before half. They say teams that win the middle eights, last four minutes of the first half, first four of the second half, usually win the football game. De La Salle trying to make that work in their favor with a 13-6 lead. Clock down to 320. It's, it's a fly sweep handoff. First time we've seen that tonight, but the enemy not to get too much of a gain there coming to the near side and a really good open field tackle, Terrence Clay, just a freshman able to make that play for Booker T. Washington. Yeah, and the left tackle for De La Salle, Ian Fields, a junior. I think he might have got away with a little bit of a hold right there because as Jace was running behind, I was kind of watching him and he turned the body of the defensive lineman around, which sometimes indicate that. They didn't throw it, so, you know, benefit of the doubt right there that he didn't do it, but nonetheless, it was still a nice defensive play. And we see that quite a bit from this Dallas Salle offense. 20th carry of the year by Biennemi, a receiver by trade. Just trying to show that. You'd think they just want to go back to the power running game. Play action, though, this time. Arsenal thought about throwing off his back foot. Will come to the near side and throw and nearly intercepted. Thrown inside the five. He was looking for Brant Hayes, and that could have been picked off. It was off the hands of a defender deep down the field for the Lions, who played it well. So, you know, he didn't want to force it the first time, and then the second time he threw it basically out of bounds. I mean, if he would have caught, I think he would have been out of bounds. But, 
you know, that's that's a smart decision by Arsenal right there. Number one, don't take a sack. You know, keep yourself in decent field position here. I, I don't know if you're close enough to attempt a field goal here if you don't pick it up on third and long. Lehman Foster was banged up earlier making that play their best defensive back and a timeout will be burned here by Booker T. Washington. The first of the half I believe on either team called with 228 remaining. We'll take the break as well. Dallas Al leading 13 to 6. This is Cavaliers football on 106.1 FM. Hi, I'm Eva Solano, digital sales manager of Cumulus New Orleans. We have an immediate opening for a digital account executive. The position offers excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and a great work environment. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. Change your life for the better and enjoy going to work every day with the incredible team at Cumulus New Orleans, an equal opportunity employer. Important play here for Dallas Sal with 2.28 to go in the first half. Third and 10 from the Booker T. Washington 20. Cavaliers with a 13-6 lead. Arsenal waiting for the snap. Two wide receivers here on the near hash to his left, one to the right. Banks in motion and said it'll be a throw and a drop. Brand Hayes caught it inside the 20. Maybe had some room to run, but he was thinking about it and it slipped through his fingers and off his knee. Yeah, he's not going to pick up the first down, but he at least gets, you know, four or five yards right there to get it a little bit closer. And they're going to send out the field goal unit. He'll be kicking from the left hash. And the only thing I was thinking on that play was maybe to swing it outside to Banks and see what he could pick up. But the throw was there, he just didn't come up with the catch. So Butler, who made a 29-yard field goal from this hash last week against St. Augustine, will try to extend the Dallas lead as it will be spotted at the 28, so call it a 38-yard attempt for Butler. Good snap and hold this time. The kick is up. It looks good, and wow. it is good as he worked it inside the near upright. An excellent kick there for Connor Butler off the turf at Pan American to give Dallas Al a 16-6 advantage. Yeah, with room to spare. I mean, he drilled that ball. I mean, it hit the back of the net. I mean, I, I was impressed by the way that, you know, Dallas Al didn't do a great job earlier tonight trying to make an extra point. I thought, man, this would be a tough one from a left hash, but he drilled it. So, you know, you, get, you come away with points, but, you know, Booker T. Washington called that timeout with 228, and that was a really good decision right there because now you got two timeouts. De La Salle throws an incomplete pass and kicks the field goal, so you got plenty of time if you're Booker T. Washington here, and the way that De La Salle's been kicking off, you're probably going to get good field position. You credit Butler, too, with the snap problems in this first half before yep. that one, staying focused on the task at hand and really shows you what he's capable of. That's a weapon if you can make field goals of that distance. A lot of teams don't have that luxury. No, and you're doing it late in the season, too. That's where you get your confidence if you're a kicker. And, and you know, that your kicking game can travel well. That's a huge advantage. 16-6 to six the lead and one chance here, perhaps, for the Lions to try to bounce back as Butler, again, will look to kick it off. And we've seen those short kicks repeatedly. In this case, it would come to the near side, and we know who's waiting the dangerous Deshaun Smith, who has the touchdown on a 24-yard reception for Booker T. Washington earlier in the half. This time, though, it will be squibbed down the middle, and up back will just drop right on it. And I think De La Salle will take that as the Lions fall on it at, it looks like, their 33-yard line. And, uh, yeah, you don't want to mess with a bouncing ball. Sadale Jackson, a defensive back by trade, just pounced right on it. Well, and here's the thought. Okay, so you know Booker T. Washington doesn't have a great kicking game, so what you can't give up here is a big play. I mean, 
anything behind you almost. So if you're a safety, you know, you can't let anybody get behind you and try to keep everything in front of you. Obviously, you know, you want to try to keep them in bounds, keep the clock moving. They only have two timeouts, but, you know, they're not thinking points inside the 30-yard line. They're thinking points in the end zone. So you got to remember that if you're a defensive player for De La Salle on this drive. You mentioned Ellisau getting the ball to start the second half, so a big drive here for the Lions to try to bounce back, and this time they'll go to the running game, and a nice gain to the 40, lunging off the right side of the line. Best run of the night so far for a guy who's been pretty quiet. We haven't seen a lot of the junior Barnes. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. I was more of expecting a pass, but I think they caught the De La Salle defensive line napping right there because they had a nice hole they opened up to pick up some nice yards on first down. Clock running here, 142-41 in the half. Two timeouts if the Lions need it. Empty backfield here for Demiron Washington. Three wides to the left, two to the right, and he'll dump it to the slot receiver. There's Smith again, and De La Salle's got their full attention on that young man, and Derek Irvin, the senior safety, drives him back. Yeah, that's a huge play because, number one, it keeps the clock moving because you kept him in bounds because he had no shot. They're going to have to call a timeout. Yeah, I mean, or De La Salle does. Well, I guess De La Salle started. That's a, that was a loss, so they could get it back potentially with two timeouts if they can hold him here and force him to punt. First timeout of the half for the Cavaliers. Yeah. It was a loss of about three on the play, so that sets up a third and five for the Lions at the 37. So aggressive thinking there. Well, with here, Here's the thing, sure. if, if he throws it incomplete, you keep a timeout in your pocket and then you force them to the punt because they're not gonna go for it in their own territory on fourth down with this much time left. So if you're Coach Jarrett, I mean, I do like the timeout right there. I, I, for a second, I kind of, I guess I second guessed it, but it does make sense with the way, you know, it is third and manageable, but at the same time, if they stop them here, they can get the ball back with some time and a timeout. And thinking about the timeout situation, I wonder if we'll see the quarterback run. They had success with that yeah. in the first quarter. Haven't seen it here in the second quarter, and Washington certainly capable as a weapon there as it looks like he'll have Barnes next to him in the backfield this time. Ball spotted at the far hash, so trips to the right, one up top. 117 to go here on third and five. Washington will wait for the snap. Four on the line for De La Salle, three rush. It's a throw deep down the left seam, and it is incomplete, but a late flag from the back judge comes in as that ball fell to the turf at the 28 of De La Salle, but it looks like it'll be a first down via penalty for the Lions. Yeah, I, I'm watching the side judge who doesn't make that call, and then the, the umpire in the back throws the flag, and it seemed late. Maybe he couldn't get out of his, his pants. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, but either way... I. I mean, there was some contact. Was there enough to throw? I mean, we're up here. I, I, right. Obviously, we don't have the best view of it. So if there was, it was obviously the right call. But this is only 15 yards in high school, so it doesn't kill you on the drive. But what it does do, it gives Booker T. Washington a fresh set of downs. And it puts them at the 48 of De La Salle with those two timeouts available. 103 remaining here. And Cornelius was in coverage. It looked like he had good coverage on the hip yeah. of the receiver. But... One official's all it takes to change and the Dallas, moment. Yeah, and Dallas would have had what they wanted because it would have been an incomplete pass with a minute and three seconds and two timeouts. Again, another four wide receiver set with three to the near side, the wide side of the formation as Washington and the offense look to the sideline, Wayne Reese Jr. and company. And it looked like it took too much time with the play clock running down to one. The Lions have to burn that second time out. Yeah, and I mean, you, you don't want to back, go backwards here and, and lose five yards, although the, the flag was thrown, but 
they call the timeout before it. So, you know, you, you don't want to go first in 15. So if you're Della Sal right here, I don't know. I, I, I want to bring pressure if, if, if I'm Coach Jarrett and that defense and see if you can't get a sack right here to make them call their last timeout. So they're really scrambling to try to get 48 yards into the end zone because, like I said a little while ago, I don't think Booker T. Washington is a threat to put a field goal, you know, attempt unless you would get inside of, like, let's say the 10 even. I don't think you from know. the statistics they've tried an extra yeah. point even all year. So they're yeah. strictly going to go for two all and they're strictly going to go on fourth down deep in your territory so right. that has to be part of the strategy here on both sides right but i mean and also the other thing is the quarterback for booker t washington has thrown shown the ability he can throw it so even they could try get a little bit closer and a couple of shot plays at the end zone before half two and they haven't been shy about throwing the ball down the field have the lines in this first half down 16 to 6 Dallas Al trying to protect this 10-point lead and take it into the locker room. First and 10 from the Cavalier 48. This will be a handoff to Barnes, and he's grabbed just past the line of scrimmage, able to pull forward the tackle made by Jackson Purdue, the junior for Dallas Al. Gain of about four or five. Clock running, 50 seconds and counting. Yeah, BTW, they're going to have to go quick here on a run play. Probably had two plays called there after the timeout. They're on the ball quickly and looking to snap it quickly, and they do. Washington will roll to the right side, come towards the sideline with room to run inside the 40, the 35, and sliding out of bounds at the 33 of the Cavaliers with 32 seconds left, first down for the Lions. He does a nice job right there of just getting out of the pocket and then picking up positive yards. He was round at, run down by number nine, Tim Maxson, who eventually got him out of bounds. But, but you know, if you're Dallas South, you, you'll take that almost. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice pickup, but it doesn't, it doesn't hurt you too bad. Now the clock's definitely not on the Booker T. Washington side right now. does here. eat up a lot Four of time. Four wide receivers now. On the yeah, they're looking to spread out the Cavaliers. Four to the top, the wide side of the formation. Throw by Washington in the flat is caught and quickly getting out of bounds inside the 30. Well defended there as D'Amico Barnes, the back out of the backfield, lined up as a receiver. Uh, gain of about four, but that doesn't hurt you too much. 26 seconds to go. No, they're going to have to go over the top at some point here soon with 26 seconds. I don't know, maybe three, potentially four plays left. If they, if they don't, it, well, they have to get out of bounds if they go anywhere else by throwing the ball out of, you know, to the, to the, to the boundary. Wide side hash set up again. Three wide receivers right and one to the left. Barnes back in the backfield. Straight drop back for Washington. He'll run up the middle this time, but two Cavaliers were waiting for him. They knew Timeout. that was a possibility. Timeout called for the Lions. 17 seconds, 16. Did they call the timeout? It's coming late. It finally comes with 14 seconds remaining in this first half as Jameer Hull able to make the tackle in space for Dallas Al. Yeah, they got to put three more seconds back on the clock. That's, I mean, he was, he was definitely trying to call the timeout earlier. But either way, I mean, if they leave it at 14, if you're Dallas Al, they got two shots here. They're going to put, yeah, yes. they're going to put some more time. A on the signal clock. to put more time 16, on the clock. Maybe. 16, I think, is the decision. That's about right. There's usually about a second delay in those situations. Yeah. Really nice recognition by the Dallas Al defense, knowing even with the time crunch that Washington <laughs> may look to run. And two Cavaliers were waiting right there. Hull able to make that tackle by himself against a very good runner. Yeah, and I mean, look, I think you're close enough now. You could probably, I don't know, you're not going to be able to run a draw, but I think if you can roll Washington out and he sees daylight, he can skip out of bounds and give himself at least another shot at the end zone. He's shown that ability. So, and like I said, they haven't moved it yet, but it should be 16. I mean, I would think it would take 8 to 10 seconds to run 
a play where you would roll Washington to probably his right, which is the wider side of the field. If he doesn't have anything, throw it away. If he does, take what he can get, get out of bounds, and try to get a little closer to another shot at the end zone here. Cavaliers have really 18. only rushed three on this drive. It'll be 18 put on the clock, even better for the Lions. Second and three from the Dallas Al 25. Cavaliers up 16 to six here at the end of this first half. Dallas out with more defenders on the line of scrimmage. They'll bring four here, try to push the pocket. Able to scramble away near side Washington. He'll fire right at the line of scrimmage, and that should have been a touchdown. Dropped in the end zone, running near side inside the pylon. Cavaliers fortunate there as Washington threw a strike 30 yards down the field, and it could have been six for the Lions. And that's what I was afraid of, Jude, is the ability of the, of the quarterback to escape the pocket, keep the play alive, and I think... You know, he did have his receiver number four. I right think that there was open. Smith again. Yeah. yeah, he had him. And I, I think if he runs right there now, he would have ran himself four more seconds off the clock. He would have been out around the 10 yard line or 15. But either way, this might be the end of last play of the second half, second quarter. Fourth down. So more than likely, the scenarios say it will be the final play of the half. Trips right. Far hash again set up. One receiver up top, Barnes in the backfield. He'll look to pass block and under pressure right away. Richardson forces the throw over the middle, and it is, it's is it. it caught? It's incomplete, and that will be the end of the half either way. Timothy Maxson down injured at the 25 behind the play. Regardless, we have reached the half, it does appear, at Pan American Stadium, and you hope Maxson is okay as he was injured trying to chase down Washington again. Yeah, and man, you hate to see that for Big Tim Maxson because he's been so good for so long, you know, and, and he looks like he's in a good amount of pain. Now, he's a fighter and a warrior, so if there's anybody who's going to bounce back, it's going to be him. But, it, Jude, I think they're going to put a – are they going to put a second on the clock? Because the teams aren't going to the locker room. Well, if they say it was Incomplete. caught – If they say it was caught – and the initial signal, and we're seeing where the, the referee is One standing. Second. It would be at the five-yard line where the pass was thrown, a diving Lions receiver. And they're going to say the ball was caught. But the clock will still run. The horn blew late, so it should still be the half, but they're going to say. But they won't have time to. Get the, play the Lions off. do still have a timeout left, so did they call it? Graham Jarrett's on the field talking to the lead official. He can't understand this. Neither can I. I don't know. No, they, they were out of timeout. They called their last timeout on that. Yeah, there's one on the board here, so I, there's no way they can get off the snap no. with one second left. I, I don't even know why. It would have to be at least two. I was pretty sure when they have to restart the ball for play. So there should be no way they can get off of this play. No. The ball is spotted around the five-yard line in the middle of the field. I think it was Smith timeout. who caught it. And so Della Sal is going to call a timeout, but I... And now, by calling the timeout, they can run the play. Right. But the, the second has been put on the clock, so this is a wild situation here at the end of the half. Looked like Della Sal had to stop. Initially, I thought the ball was signaled incomplete by the back judge, but apparently it was caught by Smith. No. At the six-yard line. Yeah, him. He call, if he catches it, I get it. And then they have to move the chains, put the ball down. One second, boom, it's, right. it's over. And but I, I, I really thought that Booker T. Washington had to call their third timeout on one of their run plays. But 
they're still showing one for them. But nonetheless, if you're De La Salle right here, the way that you know the, the, the quarterback for Booker T. Washington has been able to escape the pocket, you got to watch for that because I can't see them running it here. I think you play man-to-man -man and you bring everybody else after Washington. You yeah. don't let any sort of play develop here. Yeah. Maybe pay a little extra special attention to number four, to Sean Smith, who's clearly their most dynamic receiving they, weapon. I thought they may have called a timeout to get Maxson back in the game, but he is not in the lineup for the De La Salle defense right now. Yeah, helped off the field, favoring his leg, and now Washington in the shotgun by himself. Looks like the running back Barnes, the only receiver to the left, four to the right. Now De La Salle will run a player but onto they didn't the field start late. The game. They didn't start the, the, the play clock, so. Because of Maxson's injury, right. Austin Young, the senior, the son of Brian Young, the former Saints defensive lineman, coming in late to replace him. We'll have this one play from the five, we'll call it. Washington off his back foot throws, and it's caught for a touchdown. Unbelievable finish to this half. Adela Sal defensive back diving late, but not able to deflect the pass. And Washington off his back foot able to get enough on it for the score. Quite the throw. And the catch there by Brian Tillman Jr., the senior wide receiver, his first catch, a huge one. Yeah, I, I, the play call, I mean, it was a quick run, and I, I think you just all or nothing. And, you know, the Dallas South defender right there was Jala. Tried to make a play on it late, but just couldn't. So it was a great pass and a good catch for the touchdown. So Booker T. Washington down 16-12. to We'll try to go for two here to end the half. Three wide receivers up top, one to the right. Washington, again with Barnes to his right, awaits the snap. Takes a couple steps back, has a wide open Barnes for the touchdown inside the pylon near side. Another rifle shot by Washington and a massive finish to the half here for Booker T. Washington. As they're able to score on the final play of the half, go for two and draw within two with a district championship on the line. A 68-yard scoring drive capped by the touchdown. Six yards or five, depending on the official decision to Tillman and Demyron Washington is an absolute weapon at quarterback. I'm surprised his passing numbers aren't better. Jude Young, along with Jonah Keller, he has slung the ball around tonight and given his team a chance against the Cavaliers who lead by just two. Yeah, that was beyond impressive what they were able to do right there with, you know, look, there's two minutes and at one point you thought De La Salle might get the ball back because it was third and long. De La Salle calls a timeout and you're thinking, okay, if they hold him here, but then you know, Booker T. Washington goes deep. They get a, per, you know, a, a pass interference call, get, gives the, you know, the advantage back to Booker T. Washington. So they're around a minute left with two timeouts. And they just did a really good job right there of, of you know, getting the ball down the field and, and getting an extra, you know, some points on the board. But, you know, Jude, we talk about this a lot is, is momentum. And that's what you just gave right to Booker T. Washington in the half is you watch two different teams walk off the field. I mean, Booker T. Washington fired up, jumping up and down, high five and, and, and fired up. And, and the De La Salle defense and offense coming, you know, looking demoralized as if, you know, that, that was a huge part of the game that just took a huge swing. So naturally, we talked about two running teams, four touchdown passes between them here huh. in the first half. An exciting half of play in the regular season finale for both teams. Dallas Salle takes a 16 to 14 lead into the break at Pan American Stadium. Coming up here at halftime, uh, we will have some analysis from two great sources, CrescentCitySports.com with Ken Trahan and GoPreps with Hunter Bauer of these big regular season games coming up tomorrow night to wrap up week 10 and lead into the postseason. Then 
myself and Jonah will be back to recap the first half, let you know about exciting events going on at Dallas South this month, and decide a district championship in the second half. Great one at City Park so far. Dallas South 16, Booker T. Washington 14 on 106.1 FM. De La Salle High School at 5300 St. Charles Avenue is rooted in the LaSallean heritage and tradition of the Christian Brothers. De La Salle excels in guiding young men and women of varied backgrounds and abilities to develop spiritually, intellectually, physically, and socially. De La Salle offers college prep programs which inspire and prepare students for higher education with growth opportunities. De La Salle principles include concern for the poor and social justice, faith in the presence of God, quality education, respect for all persons, and inclusive community. De La Salle, lead on. Visit us at DeLaSalleNOAA.com or call 895-5717. Macy's one-day sale starts tomorrow with great deals of the day on the perfect fall updates for your wardrobe and your home. Like 40 to 60% off comfy PJs and robes she'll love, 40% off boots and shoes, and get 55% off holiday dinnerware and decor. Macy's Star Rewards members can earn faster during Star Money bonus days. Details at Macy's.com slash Star Money. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Your floors can go from clean to dirty fast. From juice spills, whoops, to muddy paw prints, to little sticky finger marks. Good thing your Swiffer WetJet works fast, too. Swiffer WetJet easily cleans everyday messes as quick as they happen. The next mess is right around the corner. So grab your Swiffer WetJet and just spray, push, all clean. After a truck crash, you're dealing with serious injuries, but that's not all. Now you're up against a trucking company with lots of lawyers, money, and experience fighting against accident victims like you. You don't want any part of that. Put our truck team on your side. At Dudley DeBosier, we have years of experience fighting for crash victims and against trucking companies. If you've been injured, demand Dudley DeBosier. 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15658. Your station for prep sports year-round. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. It is halftime here between De La Salle and Booker T. Washington. We'll have analysis of the first half and get you ready for half number two in a moment. But we take this break from Pan American Stadium to prepare you for the rest of Week 10 in Louisiana High School football, heading into the postseason bid matchups this week that could determine district championships like this one uh, tonight for the Cavaliers, as well as important seeding determined by some of the results. Many of the games, in fact, this week. There are bigger matchups to look at for Friday night and on the weekly podcast by CrescentCitySports.com and GoPreps.com. Ken Trahan and Hunter Bauer do just that. Here's a sample of their analysis of some of the big games in New Orleans and around the state this week. We've arrived to the final week of the prep football regular season. Man, I just can't believe we're finally in week 10 of the uh, the high school season. The power ratings are heating up. The 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 matchups are heating up, so uh, it's it's a great time for high school sports, Ken. With regard to football, we've arrived at week 10 yeah. of the regular season. <laughs> go Preps does a great job with the power ratings. I suggest everyone go there to check out the latest. We wrote a piece on it on Monday about some of the ramifications for New Orleans area teams and what happens this week. And the scenarios are pretty clear and some not so clear 
and others. Yep. Let's talk about some of these games and what they mean. First of all, Friday games, you've got a really intriguing matchup, uh, a cross-sectional matchup. Karen Crow's making the trip yeah. to, to southeast Louisiana to take on Archbishop Shaw. Uh, the Eagles are they're, they're dangerous. They're 7-2. and two. They're better than their record uh, and haven't been tested in a while. Karen Crow, of course, coming off of that debilitating loss where it looked like they were going to beat Acadiana, but it was their yeah. first loss, one-point game. But this is an intriguing matchup. I think it tells us we know what Karen Crow is and what they've been in recent years. I think this tells us more about Archbishop Shaw. You know, they're big up front. They've got a good quarterback uh, who can run and throw it. Uh, they've got Jasper Parker, who's a good running back. Washington's a good receiver. Uh, this is a game where I think we find out a lot more about Shaw and whether Shaw is legitimate in terms of challenging the top dogs in Division Two. Yeah, I mean, first off, uh, you know, I applaud for Coach, uh, coach Tierney for what he's done over there at Shaw in such a short amount of time. This goes to show you how great of a coach he is. Um, yeah, like you said, Karen Cross, you know, they're looking to bounce back from that disappointing loss. Uh, Shaw's on a seven-game win streak. They're trying to lock up a first-round bye for them as well. So, again, hats off to Coach Tierney and his team. Uh, quarterback Mason Wilson, he's led the uh, the Eagles to several convincing victories over the last few weeks. They're averaging 40, 45 points a game in their last seven games. But you also got to look at Karen Crow's side. you got Chance Bavineau, sophomore sensation. He can light up the scoreboard, Ken. Uh, 2,300 yards passing on the year, 26 touchdowns. Uh, and a Karen Crow win could help them lock up a top four seed in that first round by. So, again, a lot to play for for these two teams. But as you said, Shaw's really improved. I think they've kind of been not really overlooked, but they've just kind of flown under the radar this year a little bit. But I think this match is or this matchup is going to be their coming out game, especially if they can lock up a win against Karen Crow. It's going to send uh, a, a message to all over the state that Shaw's coming for that state title. Yep, uh, Karen Krog did their semifinal game last year, and Babineau was some player then. He's even better this year. Yes, so he is. That'll be fun. Of course, game live on CrescentCitySports.com Friday night. Showdown between E.D. White Catholic at 9-0, and St. James at 8-1. and Games in beautiful downtown Vachery. Uh, E.D. White's been terrific. Kyle Saint's done a fantastic job. Levante's done a great job at St. James. This is a game that we've anticipated all season long. It's arrived, and here we go. And look, I mean, E.D. White looks like the favorite on paper based upon what they've accomplished, but having right. to play where they're playing certainly is a bit of an equalizer. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And I think this is one of the, the best, the better district championship matchups uh, th- throughout the state this week. I mean, 9-0 E.D. White against an 8-1 St. James. We all know about St. James. Uh, E.D. White, really great resume the last couple of years. Uh, they're third in the state with uh, 49 points per game scored. Uh, they're limiting their opponents to just 12 points a game, too. So, just, you know, it's not just offense. They are limiting those defensive opponents, too. Um, they're looking for their second undefeated season in three years. St. James has a great offense right now in its own right. They have scored 376 points on the year. Braden Williams, quarterback for St. James, he's just a terrific player. Uh, 1,700 yards on the year, almost 1,800 yards and 25 touchdowns. Um, you know, Looking at it, you would think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I don't know, Ken. I kind of think this may be, you know, maybe not low scoring, but it's going to be lower than what they're used to. It's just going to be uh, two good teams going at it. But, you know, E.D. White, they're just so hot right now. They're so good. Uh, And especially if they can go on the road and get that win at St. James, uh, it's going to bode well for them uh, going into the playoffs. Looking at a matchup toward the Bayou area, you got Hanson Memorial, Vermillion Catholic. Uh, of course, VC is 9-0 and and a traditional power has been there, done that. You know, the Tigers 7-2, and certainly an underdog here. 
And look, I think this is a PowerPoints game for Hanson. Um, everybody thinks Vermillion's probably going to win the game. But as far as Vermillion Catholic's concerned, I think it's a matter of, you know, are they good enough to topple that number one seed this year? And we all know who that is. So this is an intriguing game from that perspective. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Vermillion Catholic, they're hoping to seal up the undefeated regular season and, and get into the, uh, the the Division Four playoffs with a with a high seed in the, in the bracket. Uh, Eagles are looking to have a good setup. Uh, but they're going to have to defeat a Hanson squad that really has improved over the years. Uh, but here's the thing about this series. The last time Hanson won in this series was back in 2008. So it's been a mm-hmm. long time since Hanson has uh, uh, beaten Vermeulen, Vermeulen Catholic, much less going on the road to beat a really good Eagles squad. But, yeah, kind of like what you said, this is a really a PowerPoints matchup. You know, it's really going to boast Vermeulen's uh, PowerPoint resume with the win. They can get 17 points out of this. But if Hanson can somehow catch the Eagles slipping, uh, what a great, great PowerPoints uh, win this would be for them. Uh, but definitely a, a good uh, matchup in that district this week. Great matchup up north, uh, Haynesville and Homer. Haynesville laid one, Homer 7-2. This was a classic a year ago, 28-27, uh, Pelicans. And uh, these are, you know, two really good programs. Homer's been there, done that. We know what Haynesville's history is. They've only got one loss this year. It's a good district, and obviously this is a big matchup. I know, Ken. You make me – you hurt my heart when you put this on here because uh, the Haynesville guy in me – you know who I'm rooting for, but such a tough matchup to, uh, to, to talk about. But, uh, no, you know, this is a great matchup. And, and one thing I'm really proud of about this matchup, Ken, is, is finally I feel like this rivalry is back. Homer struggled for so long over the last decade and, you know, what Richie Casey has done there uh, over the last few years, taking them to state championships, winning state championships. Uh, this rivalry means something, again, uh, the oldest high school football rivalry in the state. Uh, it's going to emanate from Homer on Friday. It's the 114th meeting uh, between the two schools. It started in 1907. Hainesville leads the all-time series with 73 wins. But Homer's won the last four meetings against the Golden Tornado. You point out a school in the state of Louisiana that has won four straight against Hainesville. I promise you it's not many. Um, but it's the first time in this series that the Pelicans have won four straight uh, against Hainesville. So, you know, props to Homer and what they've been able to do over the last few years. Saying that, this isn't the same young Hainesville team that they faced uh, over the last uh, several seasons. The Tours have rated District 1-1A while preparing for the postseason with a tough non-district schedule, only lost to a really, really good Oak Grove squad, which they they led uh, in the first half of that game. Uh, until a couple of snafus kind of threw them for a loop. But, uh, you know, Homer's lost twice to schools with a combined 13-5 and record, uh, only one loss to an in-state school, so they breezed through league play. Zion, Zion Warren, uh, Homer quarterback, he threw for 217 yards and three touchdowns last week against a, a Glenbrook squad who has improved over the last few years as well. They're kind of down this year. But uh, for Haynesville, look for Alonzo Jackson to, uh, to, to be one of the two-way players to watch. Uh, you know, he's really good on, in the ground game and has a defensive back um so look for a really uh a good defensive matchup between these two teams but uh you know if Hainesville's caught sleeping Homer can definitely uh, slip up and, and and win the district 1-1-A title uh for, for another year so we'll see we'll see Ken uh you know my heart wants to pick Hainesville but I'm gonna stay neutral uh this time this go around here in South Louisiana, District 9-5A matchup, John Curtis Christian at 6-2, Carr at 8-0. Cougars rallied late to beat Rommel last week. John Curtis, of course, is playing really well now after having that lull in the middle of the season. 
Of course, it could be the all-time record for JT Curtis on the field with victories if Curtis can win. Uh, Cars certainly favorite. They whipped Curtis a year ago. That's fresh in the minds of the Patriots. This one figures to be a lot closer. Yeah, talk about PowerPoint implications. We we spoke about that the other day on our call, Ken. Uh, you know, quest for the Catholic League crown for Carr. Uh, and, uh, you know, John Curtis definitely improved. I was looking through my notes the other day. Uh, John Curtis has come on as of late. Uh, they've limited two of their last three opponents to a touchdown or less, which is really good. Edna Carr limiting their opponents to 11 games this season. Uh, but I don't know. You know, makes me think that this may not be a defensive uh, stand. I think there's going to be some points scored in this game between the two. I think they're going to go at it. Curtis is fighting for a, a seed position. They're on the outside looking in as far as first-round by is concerned, and, and Carr's trying to hold on to, uh, you know, one of the top seeds. Um just a lot of a lot riding on this game, you know. Again, Carr's trying to go for the district uh, title. Uh, Curtis is definitely trying to improve their uh, their seating in this matchup. Uh, but this has turned out to be a really good rivalry over the last few years. So I'm interested interested to see and um, let's see if Carr can can close out that undefeated regular season. No doubt, it's going to be fun and watch the kicking game. There, Carr is just. They've made big plays in the kicking game to win games all year long. They returned a kick for a touchdown, yep. returned a punt to set up a touchdown last week, the largest reason why they were able to overcome Rummel late. Newman-St. Charles Catholic showdown district title on the line. Two undefeated football teams, and they collide every year. Uh, Comets have had the best of it in close games recently, and they're at home uh, at Thomas Dupuy Memorial Stadium. So uh, this is a good matchup again. Newman is the ultimate team this year, not having the big name, just having good players, Extremely well coached. Yep. Eli Friends done a great job. And St. Charles Catholic is just good in all phases. Brady St. Pierre is a good leader at quarterback. And again, watch the kicking game here because the Comets always make big plays in the kick game. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, that just goes to show how, you know, Newman can churn out athletes every year, even though they don't have a big name. Look at them. They're undefeated this year with some really good wins. Uh, but, you know, there's more to, than a district championship on the line this week. Uh, you know, Newman's trying to – to, to squeak by St. Charles Catholic, which is they've performed really well this year. They've allowed 99 points on the season. They're averaging 37 points per game. Whoever wins this game, pretty I'm pretty certain is going to be the number one seed in, in their division. Uh, certainly St. Charles Baptist. will be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah certainly St. Charles you still, will be, yes. Yeah, certainly St. Charles would be. you got Calvary Baptist in the mix, but St. Charles' schedule is just a little bit tougher uh, as far as the power points are concerned. But, yeah, I, you know, either – Either way, I think one of these teams is going to end up a number one seed. But, you know, definitely a, a St. Charles defense that has just played lights out this year. So, uh, you know, Newman's definitely going to have to be on their A game. Uh, but like you said, Eli Fran, a really good quarterback, got some uh, all, uh, some weapons around the field. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think this is going to be a, a, a interesting game to watch defensively. Uh, I'd like to see how St. Charles is going to do uh, against a, a Newman squad that I really think is, is – not as good as last year, but they're eight and zero. They got to be doing something right. They've got a really good offense, and they're able to score uh, at will. So uh, we'll see what the Comets can do. Yeah, I think Newman may not be as talented individually, but I think they're a better team right this year. As and a team, the Comets yep. on the other hand are just tough, and, and they're at home. So <laughs> yeah. it's a tough it's tough task for anyone. Check out the Crescent City Sports Go Preps podcast every Wednesday. Ken Trahan and Hunter Bauer doing a great job breaking down not only high school football, 
but they cover all of Louisiana high school sports all year long. That's every Wednesday. You can find it at CrescentCitySports.com. Second half of Dallas Allen, Booker T. Washington coming up next. I'm Jude Young, and Jonah Keller will rejoin me to talk about the first half and get you ready for the start of the third quarter here from Pan American Stadium on 106.1 FM. The De La Salle Alumni Association Board would like to congratulate the Cavalier football team on another bid for the state championship and continuing our excellence on the avenue. We hope all of our proud alumni will update their contact information at DeLaSalleNOLA.com so we can celebrate another successful season together when it's safe for our Cavalier family to gather once again. Go Cavs! Lead on, 5300. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code QUICK to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code QUICK for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code QUICK for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Simply Safe was named the best home security of 2023 by U.S. News and World Report. But we don't do what we do for the accolades. We do it to protect you and everything you love. Our advanced sensors and HD cameras are powered by 24-7 professional monitoring for fast emergency response. Visit simplysafecom radio to get 50% off any new system today. Advanced home security, 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up? I'm tired of feeling so bloated. That used to be me. Then I got this. Align bloating relief plus food digestion. A probiotic, right? Yeah, it works naturally with your gut to help soothe occasional bloating and gas. Plus, it has vitamin B12 to aid digestion by helping convert food to cellular energy. Two benefits, one capsule. Align bloating relief plus food digestion from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Learn more at alignprobiotics.com. Do you have heart failure and often hear Those stomach issues ruined your birthday You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar Talk to your cardiologist Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy Or ATTRCM A rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com That's connecttoyourheart.com Sponsored by Pfizer through 1973 back to the avenue for our annual golden cavalier luncheon we're honored to offer a tour of the campus to any graduate who's interested following the luncheon the luncheon is wednesday november 15th at 11:30 a.m at the dallas Al high school Cavs sure. center missions 25 dollars per person so all you have to do is email alumni at dallas 
for tickets and more information. Jude Young along with Jonah Keller at the half as we're ready uh, soon for the start of the third quarter with Dallas Al leading 16 to 14 over Booker T. Washington. Big events coming up for Dallas Al that we'll talk about uh, as the second half progressive, but passing the key in the first half in this ball game is Dallas out 11 first downs to eight for Booker T. Washington. Cavaliers had 215 yards to 164. Balance for the Cavaliers with 111 on the ground to 108 through the air. Two touchdown passes for Evan Arsenal, one 15 yards to Kobe Banks, and another 31 yards on the screen to LeVar Fortenberry. Two touchdown passes for Booker T. Washington, one on the final play of the half as we are underway early here in the second half, and it bounces, and it's loose, and somebody needs to chase it down for Delisal, able to pick it up on the run and save a turnover. Eamon Williams, who swarmed at the 10-yard line. That nearly a disaster to start the second half for De La Salle with the Lions having momentum out of the locker room. And unbelievably, that's gonna, they're going to call like a, a personal foul targeting because he got rocked, I mean, helmet to helmet. So De La Salle's going to luck out. Well, they call it a face mask. I don't know. Either way, it's lucky because De La Salle would have gotten backed up inside their 10, but they'll get 15 yards marked off here, so they'll be in a little bit better position. But either way, it was a, it was a wobbly kick that... It hit the ground, and when it did, it took an awkward spin and just a really tough ball to handle for number 35, who's just a freshman, Eamon Williams. Yeah, knuckleball that he wasn't sure about, and uh, sometimes the worst thing you can do in that case, it's a live ball, is to let it bounce. So after the penalties marked off, Dallas South fortunate to have it at their own 24-yard line and really needing to respond after the late Booker T. Washington score to end the opening half. Receiver in motion. That's Fortenberry. The handoff will go to Banks, who had a big first half, and he has plenty of room right side, and he's accelerating, and he may take it all the way to the 41 man to beat, who's able to push him out of bounds, but not until he reaches the 25-yard line of Booker T. Washington, a gain of 51 to start the half. And that's exactly what you needed if you're De Salle. That was a really tough way to end the half for him, giving up the touchdown. But they respond right off the bat with a nice long run there by Banks, who's coming off the field for a well-deserved break. But that's the big chunk play they were looking for to start off this drive. Banks was pounding it out between the tackles in the opening half. Speaking of pounds, Kobe Pounds had a good half as well. He's in there now. And De La Salle with their biggest play of the night from scrimmage sets up at the 25. Plenty of time on the play clock after the long run. Arsenault with Pounds to his right will hand it off. Pounds has a big hole to left side this time. Runs over one tackler, is spun inside the 15 for another Cavalier first down. The running game rolling for De La Salle out of the locker room. Yeah, and two really big holes there that were opened up by the De La Salle offensive line. In fact, that's the first thing I was checking to see is if, if uh, we saw Cedric McDonald come back in this game, and he hasn't. So, you know, secondary backup uh, lineman back in the game, although uh, he's doing a very good job so far. Looks like Logan Ferreira is at center now, yep. so some reserves out there. And opening up holes, Jermone Smith has, is the right guard. He came in on the injury that you mentioned to McDonald. Another running play, bouncing into a lineman, and then outside, pound, spinning, keeping his feet to the goal line. Is he in? It's awfully close. They may say he's down inside the one-yard line. Pounds accelerating and keeping his feet moving. Three explosive ones for De La Salle, knocking on the door. Yeah, and this is what I was waiting to see is the jumbo package where Evan Arsenault, the starting quarterback, comes out of the game, and they're going to put Jason Banks kind of in a wildcat formation with Troy Williams, Kedrick Richardson, and Tim Maxson all in the block. A fun senior yeah. night package, but a competitive ball game. Dallas just up two, wanting to punch this in. 
to extend their lead. Just two minutes plus into the half high snap, but handed off, and Williams is brought down by the ankles. That kept him from scoring off the left side. It was Brian Tillman making the key stop there for the Lions, second and goal from the one. And the same personnel is going to stay in the game right now. I mean, it's literally no, nothing different here as, as offense corner Easton Melanson sends in the signal to run the same play. Maybe he fakes it here and takes it himself. And that is Banks who took the snap and handed it off before. You think he'll keep it himself this time. No, he'll hand it to Williams who will power in this time. Standing up, near side touchdown Cavaliers. Four running plays. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon.
number 44, Jameer Hall, to make a nice play right there. So Hall making the tackle in space again. He's done that a couple times tonight as we had a technical difficulty, but back here an incomplete pass on a screen for just one yard for Booker T. Washington sets up third and nine at their 26. Dallas Hall up 23 to 14. Washington straight drop back, throws over the middle. Misses Smith again over the middle, although Derek Irvin was right there, the senior safety for the Cavaliers, if the play would have been accurate. And a three and out is the result for the Lions. Perfect start to the half for Dallas Hall. Running game for a touchdown. Defense gets off the field in a hurry. Yeah, exactly what you wanted. I was watching Keidre Dickerson. He was kind of out there in, in the flat guarding one of the receivers, and he looked like he was looking for help. He's kind of lucky that, you know, he it, the pass ended up being incomplete. But either way, Delisau getting the ball right back. Washington with a couple of short punts in the first half. Delisau looking to bring pressure up the gut, nearly wow. blocks it again. A line drive that will bounce and again take a favorable Booker T. Washington roll in the Delisau territory and will come dead on the far sideline at the 36 yard line. And you can see a little conversation between Washington behind the play and Kedrick Richardson for De La Salle saying, almost got that one too, you're lucky. <laughs> How in the world nobody gets a hand on that football? I mean, they got, they got three guys coming in, coming in hard, and, and, and they just weren't able to do it. But, you know, credit Washington for getting that punt off and actually doing a pretty good job of it. They're getting the favorable bounce. De La Salle's not even trying to return it on that. So Dallas Al, the second three and out they've been able to force in this contest defensively. Offense back on the field, and you'd expect to see a lot more of the ground game as it will be Jason Banks lined up to the left of Evan Arsenault. Junior quarterback for the Cavaliers calling out the signals, now asking Bianami to come in motion. He'll work away from the formation, and we have a flag on the play. There was two on the play clock, so it's got to be a false start, and it is on the Cavaliers. Yeah, I don't know if that was, uh, the play took a little too long to, to kind of, the play took, you know, a while ago to actually get taken off because it looked like the offensive lineman just got a little restless there and moved a little bit, and they threw the flag on him, but they were definitely going to call a running play right there, and it's just that design, like the snap might have been a little high, but they just give it right to Banks and try to go up the middle. You try to distract the second level of the defense with enemy since he's such a threat in space, but as you mentioned, the timing off there, so first and 15 from their own 31. 8.03 mark, third quarter, Dallas Al up 23-14. to 14. It's a play-action fake, a swing pass that was eaten up right away as Bienemy tackled behind the line of scrimmage and swallowed by Lehman Foster for a loss. Yeah, and I'm not, you know, trying to get it critical, but let's not get cute. I mean, you're, you, you just ran the ball right down their throat, and you're trying to throw a swing pass there behind the sticks on a first and 15. I, I say just run it. You know, you, that's that's actually a, kind of a dangerous pass because if if, if the enemy drops it, and I, I don't know if it's necessarily lateral on the live ball, but it's still risky right there. Loss of four, so it's second and 19 all of a sudden for the Cavaliers at their 27. Arsenal. Two receivers up top to the wide side. We'll take the snap and just give it to Banks, who finds a big hole and will bounce it to the near sideline. Accelerate across midfield. Keep his feet. Stay in bounds. He's still in bounds. Two trying to chase him down to the five. Touchdown. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Jason Banks. 73 yards on the score. After a 51-yard run on the first play of the half, Banks does it 
a little better. Yeah, see, Jude, he hurt me. Just don't get cute. Just run the ball. I mean, and that's all Jason Banks. In fact, you know, I, I think the defender for Booker T. Washington thought he was going to be going out of bounds and kind of just tapped him. But did it. I mean, that just shows you the ability of Jason Banks to just his, this, the leg strength, the drive, his breakaway speed. You know, that, that might have been one of the best offensive plays of the year for De La Salle. That was, that was a great run. A tremendous run for the score. And De La Salle starting to take command of this football game with two touchdowns early in the half. The Butler extra point is a bit low, but gets through the uprights again. 29, now 30 to 14 De La Salle. 14 to nothing right out of the locker room to build a big lead all of a sudden. And it's the running game, a big reason why. 7.07 mark will take the timeout from Pan American Stadium. 30 to 14, De La Salle over Booker T. Washington on 106.1 FM. De La Salle High School at 5300 St. Charles Avenue is rooted in the LaSallean heritage and tradition of the Christian brothers. De La Salle excels in guiding young men and women of varied backgrounds and abilities to develop spiritually, intellectually, physically, and socially. De La Salle offers college prep programs which inspire and prepare students for higher education with growth opportunities. De La Salle principles include concern for the poor and social justice, faith in the presence of God, quality education, respect for all persons, and inclusive community. De La Salle, lead on. Visit us at DeLaSalleNOAA.com or call 895-5717. Jason Banks had a good first half. How about his second half already? Runs of 51 yards and 73 to the house as De La Salle leads 30 to 14, trying to wrap up a District 9-4A title against Booker T. Washington. 7.07 mark as the Cavaliers will kick it off. Jude Young and Jonah Keller with you. A lot of excitement in this game so far, but De La Salle starting to take charge. A bouncing kickoff that's hard to handle. And trying to pick it up at his ankles, flat-footed, able to do so, and it's the most talented threat on that team in the open field. Deshaun Smith took a risk, able to return it to the 40 for about 12 yards, but risky play there by the Lions. So from where we're sitting, we get the advantage of kind of like watching the flight of that ball or really lack thereof but it's it's bouncing on the turf and you know that ball is eventually gonna take that big hop well it did right around the 35 yard line right before the book to Washington you know a receiver tried to pick it up and it bounced touched him hit over his head so it did work but credit the athletic ability of, of the Booker T Washington receiver to pick it up and gain some positive yards there best field position of the night for Booker T Washington to start a drive at their 40 and trailing by 16 we should see a lot more of Washington who Drop back to throw three times unsuccessfully. Last drive, this throwing into double coverage in the flat. They've run that play quite a bit to D'Amico Barnes. And two Cavaliers there to eat it up incomplete. Brendan Girol is one of them as he was right on the play and may have gotten a hand on it. Yeah, that sophomore cornerback right there just does a good job of probably just staying right there and you know, not allowing the, the receiver to get any kind of separation and makes a good play. And, and, you know, that's what you were saying is it's those quick out routes. But I, I promise, though, they're going to have to try to go deep here at, at some point to try to get back on the board. And they haven't been shy trying to do so as they've got five wide receivers in the formation. Washington awaiting the snap with a player in motion and fakes the handoff to Smith and is brought down by three, four Cavaliers. The whole defensive line was in there behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of two. Yeah, and what they're trying to do right there is they're going to send Deshaun Smith in motion and try to give him the ball, and they're going to fake it. Nobody bit on it, and they basically, the whole defensive line was able to come through and make a nice tackle for a loss right there to set up a third and long. I think Jackson Purdue was the first man on the spot, but he had plenty of help as the Cavalier defensive line closed in 
quickly. Call it a loss of one, marked at the 39, setting up third and 11 for the Lions. Three wide receivers down at the bottom and one at the top. A back to the right of Washington, straight drop back, steps up in the pocket, still looking down the field, firing down the middle, and is that caught? It was almost a beautiful throw and kept into tight coverage. And a really nice play by Montez Randall, the safety for De La Salle, right there on the spot on the diving catch attempt by, look like, Lionel Jordan for Booker T. Washington. Washington. He was uh, slow to get up. Yeah, it looks and like he's he gonna, is. And he's got to go back to punt it, which De La Salle has come really – I mean, they might want to take him out because he's you're going to ask him to punt this ball after he just took a big hit. And, and they've, De La Salle's been all over the, the, the punt block. And, and actually, it doesn't look like Booker T. Washington's really have a – are they going? This is a weird-looking formation. Yeah, but I think it's a punt setup for yeah. them. And no. he'll keep it and run. And De La Salle will try to tackle him wow. short of the sticks. He's able to dive forward toss the 50-yard line. That's where the first down marker was by a half a yard. First down for Booker T. Washington. There's the advantage of having your quarterback as the punter. I, I, Slightly different punt formation than they showed. Looked like it could have been an offensive formation and you, had the I, Cavs fooled. I don't know. Does he win an Oscar for that? Because, I mean, he's <laughs> still showing he's hurt, but he didn't run like he was hurt. I mean, he just took off like a bolt of lightning to pick up that first down. That was a really impressive run right there on what we thought was going to be some kind of a pooch kick set up, but nonetheless, they pick up the first down. He's passed up the ability to run on several plays, including the yeah. last one on the incomplete pass, a designed fake he's able to execute and keep his team in the ball game, essentially, nearing the five-minute mark of the third quarter, 30-14 to 14 De La Salle. Play fake and throw left side behind the line of scrimmage and room to move up the sideline for a first down and more inside the 40 and knocked out of bounds around the 35-yard line. That quick pass game works really well for this team because of the arm strength that Washington has, but it's coming back, a late flag on the play marked off against the Lions. But you know, Jude, both of these teams have tried to run this wide receiver swing screen type of play where they're just trying to get their receivers in space. That time it did work. Unfortunately, it's going to get called back for a hold, but De La Salle runs a similar type of play where they try to get it to Biennemi or Fortenberry out in the flat and try to make them, you know, get them in the open so they can make a play. And that would have been a nice gain if it was, you know, it's been negated by the, by the hold call. But you can kind of see what they're doing is they're going to call that play to try to get those corners to inch up, try to get those safeties to inch up, and then they try to go over top. So unfortunate for Booker T. Washington, it's a tough break for them because it probably would have been close to a first down instead it's a it's gonna bring up a like a first and long because that was that was a first down play Malik Thiel on the catch and run had about 14 yards but it looks like it might have been to Sean Smith who was really upset about it called for the hold it'll be marked 10 yards from the original line of scrimmage at the 41 now of the Lions first and 20 clock running again 436 third quarter and we have another whistle timeout and a timeout is called so some confusion for Booker T. Washington, their first time out of the half coming with 4.28 remaining. We'll take the time out as well here on 106.1. 30-14 Cavaliers with the lead on Nash Icon. Hi, I'm Eva Solano, Digital Sales Manager of Cumulus New Orleans. We have an immediate opening for a digital account executive. The position offers excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and a great work environment. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. Change your life for the better and enjoy going to work every day with the incredible team at Cumulus New Orleans, an equal opportunity employer.
Booker T. Washington has seen De La Salle score on their first two drives of the half. And the Cavaliers now with a 16-point lead. And the Lions an even worse situation with first and 20. After a holding call, they'll try to run it right up the middle, and they run right into big Jaden Ellie, who makes the stop. Maybe a gain of one on the play. Yeah, you'd love to see that from Jaden Ellie. He sheds the initial block by the offensive lineman, and they just he just wrestles them down. I mean, he gets positive yards, but you can you'll 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 take that as it was a first and long play anyway. But that's just a good sign right there to see Jaden Ellie healthy right there at the end of the season. Both of these teams with some bulk on the interior of their lines. These two units matching up here, but Dallas Al had the better of it, creating havoc in the backfield. Washington, again in the gun, back to his left, drops straight back. Now will step up under pressure, try to evade one defender and another, and he does. And he keeps on his feet, weaving through the defense inside the 40 of Dallas out to the far sideline, still running before finally going out of bounds inside the 20, it looks like, of Dallas Al. An incredible run by Washington, doing it all by himself. Yeah, I mean, he's making guys miss. and In fact, for a little bit right there, he was going to be stopped for maybe a no gain. Then it was a short gain. Then he just busted it wide open and was able to get to the outside and get to that second level. And credit to the Booker T. Washington wide receivers for blocking downfield and helping him out there to get him even more yardage. Unofficially a run of 42 yards. Just a tremendous run there by Washington. Under pressure again in the pocket and able to weave through traffic and make a big play. 320 mark in the quarter. Booker T. Washington, they'll go for two, so they're only down two scores, but they need two two-point conversions along with a touchdown. As a first and ten handoff will go to Barnes up the middle, and he's wrestled down pretty quickly after getting past the line of scrimmage for a few yards by Jameer Hull. Maybe a gain of three on the play. It might have even been a game, uh, touchdown saving tackle because there was nobody behind Hull to bring him down, so that's a nice, nice tackle right there to, to hold him. But either way, I mean, we're getting down to a little under three minutes left here in the third quarter. Booker T. Washington drive. This is an important drive for them because you feel like if they get no points, you know, on this possession and Dallas Sal gets points on their next possession, it could be over. Unquestionably four down territory for Booker T. Washington in this spot. Normally, certainly here, down by two scores and 16 the deficit at the moment. Second and seven from the Dallas South 14. Washington looking, stepping up again. He will run far side, run over one defender before he's swarmed by a couple more and knocked out of bounds. Looks like he has the first down around the five-yard line. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think you just keep running that. I mean, I, you, you hate to make a kid just take a beating like that, but they're having so much success with... He, he takes the snap, he kind of waits for the defenders to get around him, and then he just takes off up the middle, and there's no answer for the De La Salle secondary to really come up and make a play. So now Booker T. Washington is the first and goal, knocking on the door. It was a gain of 10, so inside the five here setting up. They've thrown a couple of touchdown passes for their points tonight. Washington with Barnes next to him. And they'll spread the field, run a late man in motion. Smith fake to him and a tackle for a loss behind the line of scrimmage. Nobody for Dallas Al was fooled. Kedrick Richardson making the stop for a loss of what looks like six. And Washington up limping after the play. Yeah, and that's that's what Kedrick does so well is just blow up the play right off the snap. And, you know, we haven't called his name a whole lot tonight, but he just made a huge play right there. And Washington now going down as it looks like he's in a lot of pain. Look like an ankle or a lower leg injury. Injury, and I couldn't tell if he got rolled up on or he just twisted it. But either way, it didn't look 
very good from the start. He was hobbling for a couple of steps before deciding to go down to the turf behind the play. Demiron Washington has been tremendous tonight with his arms and his legs and would be a huge loss for Booker T. Washington and clearly in a lot of pain and probably pretty winded at this point too the way he's been running around on this drive. Yeah, and I'm not sure what Booker T. Washington wants to do right here. I mean, this is obviously a huge possession for them. It's it's second down. They're back up to the 11-yard line. There's a minute and 16 seconds left. And, you know, you obviously have, you know, two more plays here uh, to get into the end zone if you can because you're not going to be kicking it. But if you're without Washington, I think that limits what you can do. You know, it's interesting as uh, Washington receives attention and is offensive teammates huddle around him. We did want to mention open house for Dallas South coming up this month. Uh, obviously a big event on campus. Huge event and that's going to be this Tuesday night at Dallas South and you know all the grammar school kids out there, girls and boys that are looking to make their decisions soon. Come give Dallas South a look. Uh, it's the only co-ed Catholic high school in the metro area and uh, we're very proud of, of all our accomplishments and we were happy to show those off this week. Beautiful uptown in New Orleans. Great place to be. Spent many of my years living in that area, and Dallas Al, a fine institution right there near St. Charles Avenue. Looks like it'll be a direct snap to D'Amico Barnes, the running back. He will drop the throw, and he will fire it incomplete. So thought we might see a quarterback draw there, but the 5'9 Barnes throwing in front of the far pylon in the end zone far side and missing his target. And look, that's a smart pass right there because the only person that had a potential to catch that football was the wide receiver. And, and it looks like Washington's going to come back in the game and Coach Jarrett's going to take a timeout, which I think is a smart move because this is a big play right here. And you want to make sure you have your right personnel in, you know, and you want to tell your defenders, look, don't let number two beat you here. If you're going to contain him, uh, you, I mean, I'm sorry, you've got to do the best job you can to contain him, not let him get to the outside. If you're going to send a blitz, you got to make sure you don't oversell on it. You know, run with your hands up if you're a defender, try to knock it down. But either way, I mean, they're going to go for it on fourth down, but this is a big play because if you can push him back, that helps your, you know, your defense keep him out of the end zone. 56 seconds to go in the third quarter with Delisal up. 30 to 14 over Booker T. Washington. You have to think part of the discussion is don't assume that Demiron Washington's compromised, that he can't move around, that he can't run. But at the same time, do you want to bring some extra pressure on him because of how dangerous he is on broken plays? No, he just did it a little while ago on look, look like it was going to be a set for a pooch punt, ends up getting 15 yards and accelerates through the De La Salle defense. Back in there with Barnes to his left. Far hash mark, 11-yard line, third and goal. Two wide receivers to each side. Washington tries to draw De La Salle off sides. They and did. With the hard count, that's exactly what happened. Kedrick Rickardson is not happy with his teammate. But it looks like it might have been Ellie who jumped into the neutral zone. Uh, I'm not sure there. I mean, you, you got it. Actually, it will go. It will go as an illegal procedure. And I'm going to tell you, the guess here is that the head fake on the hard count by the quarterback, yeah. Washington, is the reason why that flag went against the line. Yeah, I mean, you can yell, but you're right, Jude. If you if your body movement is too much, they're going to eventually, they'll call that on the quarterback, and that's exactly what they did. But either way, I mean, look, if you're an interior defensive lineman for De La Salle, you're just staring at that football right there. You're not worried about the count. You're not worried about anybody moving. You're just watching that football. And by the way, Richardson, a tap on the backside for Ellie after the fact. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. he doesn't want to win this big game. No, he won Absolutely. You think this district title doesn't matter? That's right. Third and goal from the 16 now for the Lions. Same formation. 
Straight drop back, Washington will step up again and will be tackled from behind by Richardson. Only got about two yards on the play. Richardson wasn't about to allow Washington to get away with that run that we've seen so often in this game. Yeah, and I'm watching to see if this is going to be potentially the last play of the third quarter as it, it they don't have to run a play here unless they reset it. The clock ticking at 32 seconds. And this is a huge play. I mean, this is kind of the game if you're Booker T. Washington because you got to come up with a touchdown here if you can. If you don't, you give the ball bite back to Del Sal with only a quarter left to play. You'd think they might consider letting the clock run down and talking about it a little longer since it's such a crucial play, but time isn't their friend. They'll run the snap. Washington will fire oh, he had him high, too. and he had a receiver in the back of the end zone, but it's incomplete and a turnover on downs, and Washington knew it. He's on his back, not hurt, but upset as he missed a potential touchdown. Yeah, pass. he had a step on, on his man. That was Jala in the back of the end zone. And if he throws a good ball right there, I'm not saying he's definitely going to catch it because he has to do his part too, but he was open enough and had time. So, you know, but look, it, that credit De Sal's defense for, for whole, keeping him out of the end zone on a fourth down and long play. Now it's up to the De Sal offense. Do what you've been doing in the whole second half. Run the football. I mean, a nice sustained drive right here that ends in a touchdown could put the game away. The junior Troy King for the Lions was open by a step, but Dallas Al gets the stop. Nine seconds to go in the quarter, up by 16. With your back to the goal line or close to it, you think the running game comes into play. It's been so big here in the quarter. And sure enough, a handoff to Banks. And sure enough, he's got a hole. And he's off to the races potentially again. Got a blocker in front of him coming near sideline. 35 and face spun mask. out of bounds on a face mask at the 40-yard line. So tack on a little more Lehman Froster. The culprit and frustrated as this running game's barreling over Booker T. Washington. Yeah, and I don't know. that Banks went up high, too. I don't know if they're going to call it on Banks because they were both going at each other's face masks. They might pick up the flag or they're going to call it illegal hands Usually to the, face. the running back with the stiff arm gets away with contact towards the face unless they pull and jerk. So this will be an interesting call. And it is a yeah. face mask and it is on Banks. So, so a rare call. It is. But, but what you can't do right there if you're Banks is... If you're going to stiff arm, you got to stiff arm from the chest, you know, or knock their arms away. If you go towards the helmet, especially in high school, that's what they're going to go after. They're going to give it to you. Now, this isn't a, I guess it is a spot file, Jude, right. because he still gets positive yards, and it's still a first down. Is it first and ten, though, or is it first and two, looks like? So he winds up getting eight net yards yeah, okay. out of the play as they yeah. marked it off, and will spot it at the 24 it looks like uh, and that's the last the play. Cavaliers. And it should be, a, will it be an untimed down? I think that might be the case yep. here. That's right. So it'll be a one untimed down to end the third quarter. And let's see if De La Salle goes right back. They've got a new running back in, too. First and two, so certainly manageable here for De La Salle. And, yeah, a little deeper into the depth chart. It's a fake handoff. Arsenault will fire deep down the right side, and it will be off the shoulder pad. Biennemi had a step there, slightly underthrown and drifted towards the sideline. Not able to haul it in, so De La Salle taking a shot on first and two. Why not? Almost making the connection. And now, with the four fingers in the air by the De La Salle players, will walk to the other side of the field. Cavaliers dominated the third quarter. Two touchdowns doing their damage on the ground and now up 30-14 to 14, looking for a district title at Pan American Stadium. We'll take the break. This is Dallas South Football on 106.1 FM.
The De La Salle Alumni Association Board would like to congratulate the Cavalier football team on another bid for the state championship and continuing our excellence on the avenue. We hope all of our proud alumni will update their contact information at DeLaSalleNOLA.com so we can celebrate another successful season together when it's safe for our Cavalier family to gather once again. Go Cavs! Lead on, 5300. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Your station for prep sports year-round. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. First play of the fourth quarter is a run right into the center of the line. It was only second and two, but it looks like De La Salle lost a bit of yardage on the play. Maybe a loss of one and a half or so, setting up third and a short four. As they'll spot it at the 21-yard line. 30 to 14, Dallas Isle leads Booker T. Washington. Jude Young along with Jonah Keller. Cavaliers had success through the air in the first half. Certainly dominant on the ground in the second half, led by Jason Banks. Two massive runs. A 51-yarder on the first play from scrimmage. 73 yards to the end zone on another. And Troy Williams punching one in from one-yard line for the other touchdown. We have a delay in the action here, Jonah. Not sure what's going on as the officials have a conversation with Evan Arsenault, the Del Sal quarterback. Yeah, and I don't know if this is like an equipment deal or a ball placement deal. I mean, they're actually now all the officials are lined up, huddled around the line of scrimmage, talking it over. Arsenault got the attention of one of the officials. I don't know if it was, you know, maybe just a bad spot. I wonder about the spot to start the quarter because it didn't look like there was lost yardage on the play. It might have been spotted back. You're, yeah, it might have. Very and, interesting. But now it's, it's still third and three. They didn't move the ball. So they're sticking with where they put the football. 21-yard line, clock now running, almost a minute into the final quarter. It'll be a handoff to Banks, and he'll have the first down anyway, cutting up the middle. Easy money for this offensive line and Banks as we've seen all half, brought down at the 28. And, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to jinx it, Jude, and I probably shouldn't even say this, but I don't believe in it. Protect the football. I mean, th this is the, the main thing you got to do right now if you're Banks or if, or even if you're Arsenault or Biennemi or, or Pounds, but protect the football. You've got this game in hand. Just if live the fight of the day if you take a loss, but protect the football. Clock management with a lead, an important part of winning football. As you mentioned, Banks will take the handoff again and not any room to run that time. Pinched in by the defensive line and brought down from the backside. He's not an easy man to bring down, but that time the Lions closed up all the holes. We haven't seen that much from them in the half. No, but if you can just look at it, it, yeah, it's a stop, but you protect the football and Banks comes out of the game and you know in comes, this is number 22, Robert Lewis, who we saw play in earlier. You might want to get his first carry of the night, but here's a young sophomore that if he does get that ability, Number one goal right here, just protect the football with the lead. Tyreek Biggie Forcha, big defensive end and a playmaker for the Lions, making the stop on the last play. 
Second and 10 from the 28 for De La Salle. The enemy in motion will take the fly sweep and plenty of room to work with. He'll have the young running back in front of him. First down, it should be a late flag and it does come in for the face mask as well, just as he was being brought down at the 43. So that's a play that they like to run. That's a jet sweep, puts the enemy in motion. He gets a little running start, and they ran it perfectly on that particular play. And at the end, you're going to get another 15 yards for a personal foul face mask call. But, you know, the enemy right there, he's done this his entire career at De La Salle, where when, if he gets in space, he can make some big things happen. He showed it right there. You know, because of the success running, it's starting to open up other parts of the offense. Being able to run between the tackles brings that east-west play Sometimes you're using that to create the opportunities right. to bring defenders out of the box. In this case, Delisau just had to keep pounding it up the middle until finally opening up the ability for Biennemi to do something. As Troy Williams coming out of the ball game, he's played a little bit both ways tonight, including the touchdown run, and getting some younger players in Delisau now here in the fourth quarter. Mentioned they last played on Saturday night. Quick turnaround, chance to get younger guys some experience as well. Yeah, and obviously this is the coldest weather they've played in all year. One thing that De La Salle has had problems with throughout the year is cramping. You shouldn't see any of that tonight. I don't think anybody could be sweating too much with the way the weather is. <laughs> Great point. And certainly the young running back we mentioned, Lewis, will he get his first carry here as the ball marked into Lions territory at the 41 first down. It's a fake handoff. Arsenal with two in his face just throws it into the ground into the feet of Lewis, so it shouldn't be grounding there. No, it shouldn't be, and that play was, you know, I don't know if it got blown up. Maybe Lewis, you know, that's a tough play to run with a running back that maybe hasn't done that too much this season. Maybe you'd rather just see him get the straight-up handoff, but either way, I mean, Arsenal throws that ball into the ground. It, it does stop the clock, but, you, you know, you're moving the football and you know, resets it here. Uh, on the right hash mark, and, and they're going to keep Lewis in the game, too. Demond Lee was the first Lion there to provide pressure. 9.06 to go in the fourth quarter. 16-point Cavalier lead as they face second and 10 from the Lions' 41. Snap and a straight drop for Arsenal, setting up the screen, and it's well set up. Room to move for Robert Lewis as he runs to the ah. far sideline inside the 30, but it may be an illegal block downfield on De La Salle with the late flag as he's tackled at the 29. They're going to call the enemy for a block in the back, and 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 it did have. He was right by it, and the the, the official who threw it was pretty adamant about it, and the enemy's not really putting up too much of a fight. I think he's just more angry at himself because it was a great design play. In fact, I don't think the enemy had to do that at all, but. Nonetheless, it's a, that's, a, that's a spot foul penalty, so that'll bring them back 10 yards from the spot of it, and that's going to replay the second down. You know, it's interesting seeing these team leaders like Biennemi, obviously Richardson on the other side, the passion they're showing in this game. You're playing to guarantee a home playoff game. It's senior night. It really matters, and you're seeing that emotion from the Cavalier leaders. And it's been a tough season, Jude. I mean, you know, there's so many games that De La Salle was in and lost at the end that this is a game you feel like you're winning and you should win. Just don't make any of the big mistakes to lose it. Clock restarted at 8.35 and counting second and 11 for the Cavs at the 42. The enemy in motion coming near side, and we have another whistle. Delay. And a delay of game this time, not getting off the play. De La Salle, their own worst enemy in the last couple of minutes. And like I said, I mean, you don't want to get sloppy here. There's eight, min eight minutes and 25 seconds left. you got a 16-point lead in the football. I mean, what you want to do right here is get your, you know, get your bearings about you, you know, regroup if you have to. But, 
you know, it's it's second down and 16, but, you know, you've showed the ability to pick up big chunk yards when you need to, but it is a surprise that we don't see Banks back in this ballgame or Pounds. I mean, they're going strictly right here with number 22, uh, Robert Lewis. Faith in the blocking, yeah. faith in the defense, perhaps, and maybe just the wear and tear of playing two games so close together with the postseason around the corner. You mentioned it, second and 16 now from the 47 of Booker T. Washington. Arsenal will throw near side and a great oh. catch in traffic. Wow. And then a defensive receiver looking hit that doesn't draw a flag. Excellent catch by Fortenberry, who had the touchdown in the first half. Actually, correction, it's Malik Jackson who took that hit. Little surprise we didn't see a flag come out there on Tarek Forshia, the linebacker who went high it looked like to me after a good catch over the middle that's the definition of a defenseless receiver because he's concentrating he kind of tipped that ball then he caught it and when he turned around he got popped i can't believe he hung on to it but good job right there by picking up the first down in traffic inside the 30 of the spot call it the 29 chance to get back on schedule and this will be a handoff and a little stutter step behind the line of scrimmage for a positive gain as Robert Lewis able to find a couple of yards when he had a defender right in his face on the handle. Yeah. Here comes Jason Banks back in the game. And look, yeah, he, he gives, he slaps Lewis's hand like, hey, thanks, man. Thanks for giving me the break and doing your good job. Because, I mean, he got the nice gain taken away by the block in the back by the enemy. But he did a good job of getting some, picking up some positive yards right there. And that's getting his varsity experience here late in the season. I'm trying to look on the sideline for Kobe Pounds to see if maybe part of the deal is he might be banged up. Didn't see him injured and leave the game, but makes you wonder. As Banks, who's had a massive second half, back out there on second and seven from the 26. Fake of the handoff. Arsenal will throw near side and has Biennemi open, but overshot him right on the sideline inside the 15-yard line. Yeah, he had him open, and, and Biennemi's not a, he's probably about, call a sideline warning now. But anyway, they the, either way, Biennemi only stands about 5'7", so... You know, his ability to go up and get it isn't that great. So Arsenal's got to put that ball a little bit lower. But uh, I like going for him right there. That's another senior. on. And it's his senior night, too. And trying to see if you can get him in the end zone tonight if you can. Looks like Matthew coming in. The place kicker also plays tight end lining up. And maybe a little bit more power coming and potential four down territory at the 26. Third and seven for De La Salle. 6.30 remaining. And a couple of big blockers on each end of the line of scrimmage in there. Receiver in motion is Jackson. Handoff will go to Banks. Stutter step forward past the 25. Diving, but will be marked down at the 23. So just what you're thinking if you're going forward on fourth down, getting more than half of it on the play gain of about five. Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's just a good job right there of Banks and, you know, falling forward, picking up positive yards and, the, right now, the play clock's at 30 seconds, 29. You're at six minutes left. Let this thing go all the way down before you hand the ball off because if you pick up the first down here, you're going to be inside five minutes, and you, know, you really pretty much have this game under control. Eschewing a potential 40-yard field goal try and going forward on fourth down. Call it four from the 23 of Booker T. Washington. Banks the back to the right. They'll put it in the air. Arsenal will throw to Banks, complete at the 15. Pass one defender to the 10. Inside the five, first and goal, Cavaliers. And that's a play we haven't seen a whole lot of is just Banks like kind of just running a wheel route. I kind of lost him. I couldn't see, but he, you know, Evan Arsenault does a good job right there of throwing a perfect pass to the right side, and Banks just does the rest. I'm going to say he stepped out at the six, so you know, a nice gain on that play of 17 on a fourth down. And here comes that jumbo package where Arsenault's coming out of the game. Banks is going to play the wildcat here and play quarterback. 
And then you're going to see off to his right, that's Robert Lewis. So we have both Troy Williams and Kedrick Richardson lined up as blockers to the right side of the formation. Banks looking to take the snap, and it will be a fly sweep instead. In. The enemy will score Dang. as he cut it up the field, spun through the final lion tackler at the goal line, and great to see the enemy get in the house and, on senior night. And that's what I just said, you know, just a second ago, and they were trying to get it to him. Is they want to get Bennett the enemy in the end zone, and he, he's been a starter for this team for a long time, and. It's been a tough season for him. He hasn't had a, any you know, big plays it seems like he's capable of. And, but he got it right there. I think that might be the, the nail in the coffin that Dallas South was looking for. A nice sustained drive that ends in the touchdown. Third rushing touchdown of the half for Dallas South. And the enemy, his first rushing touchdown of the season. Matthew will try to tackle on the extra point. We'll see about the snap and the hold. This good on both ends, and the kick is also through the uprights. 37 to 14, De La Salle. A competitive back and forth first half, and the Cavaliers respond with a big second half, and you can see an animated head coach for the Cavaliers. No surprise there, Graham Jarrett liking what he's seeing. A former offensive lineman likes his big guys blocking. That set all this up. Yeah, so one of the things I... I've seen a lot of this season is, is dejection, and and when you lose, it's that's part of the game, you know. But when when you're when you're playing well, and, and Dallas Sal is playing well tonight. I mean, they haven't turned over the football. They've played well defensively. Uh, I mean, maybe that that one drive at the end of the half that you know that that they, that Booker T. Washington found themselves in the end zone. Other than that, I mean, I think Dallas Sal has played a pretty clean football game. And that's what they need to do tonight. They need to feel good about themselves and get a nice win and I think on their way to that tonight I'm not saying it's over but the way that this game has gone especially in the second half it feels like it's 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 in pretty good control at this point you know in the first half only a couple of flags on Dallas but they had to overcome two on the scoring drive yep. so it was good to see them keep their composure and Evan Arsenault quietly having a very nice night had two touchdown passes in the first half and he's handled the football in the misdirection and everything you need to at the position to play a clean game offensively it's another short kickoff not going with the squib this time and almost paying for it as Lewis able to accelerate forward for a decent return near the 40 of the Lions. Yeah going back to Arsenal I mean I think for him it's 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 about confidence going into the playoffs and you know feeling good about the plays that are called and the way you're going to be able to execute I mean you know I don't want to jump the gun here but you know next week Which, what got you there and then the successful plays that you've been able to run. They'll look at this film and go, and, and, and I don't think they'll play Booker T. Washington again, but you'll play a similar type team around the same standings, and you want to be able to do the same things again next week. I think it's important to be multiple offensively. I think both of these teams run heavy, decided they wanted to throw the football early tonight. Booker T. Washington has a capable quarterback to do so as they'll go with the running game here and get nothing on the handoff to Barnes leading the way. Derek Irvin coming up the line of scrimmage to make first contact. Yeah, and Derek Irvin's a big physical player, and, and he's, he's been able to do that his entire career. And, and, and you know, last week against St. Aug, he was cramping up a good bit, so he wasn't in the game a whole lot. And it would have been to De La Salle's advantage had he been fully healthy and able to go. But, you know, he, he's just one of those guys. He's a thumper. He likes contact. He doesn't avoid it. And he's doing a good job tonight of making plays and, and keeping uh, the Booker T. Washington offense on the, off the field. Arsenal came into the game with 1,280 uh, yards passing. Decent completion percentage, nine touchdown passes, add the two tonight. 
And he needs to be a weapon if Dallas Alves is going to make a postseason run. And this pass rush needs to be a weapon as well as two defenders sling down the quarterback for a sack. Yeah, that was big Jaden Nelly. We call his name a lot tonight. He did a good right there, job right there. Amir Thomas, the sophomore who's getting some varsity snaps tonight. As, uh, that pushes uh, Booker T. Washington back behind the sticks now for a big loss and now a third and long. Corey McCraney now in the quarterback. We know Washington was banged up earlier. He sacked there. McCraney 5'10", 170. And a tough situation to come into if you're a quarterback with your team now trailing by 23. 3.30 and ticking on the clock, fourth quarter. Third and 18 for the Lions at their 32. McCraney will roll to his right, buying time, throwing over the middle late, and it's poked away at the last minute. Montez Randall able to come up from his safety spot to cause the incompletion. Yeah, and, and in this game, you know, they're 3.19 left. Let's see if they'll just keep their offense on the field, which it looks like they're going to do. De La Salle, well, they're going to punt it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's what you wanted right there is if you're De La Salle, just keep them out of the end zone, obviously, is your main goal, but they got them to go three and out. Bit of a concession at this point for the Lions, obviously, with the quarterback banged up and De La Salle really taking charge here in the second half, but getting some second stringers experience as well like De La Salle has as a different punter will try to boot this one away and not very well is again a bounce they've gotten every good bounce on every punt tonight they do here as it hits at the 50 and rolls about 10 more yards to about the 40 of De La Salle and we'll get the number on the punter it looks like Troy King the wide receiver doing the duties this time in place of Washington yeah, this could be the end of the final drive of the of the regular season here for De La Salle. And, you know, put a bow on this thing and let's see who comes out in, 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 in personnel-wise. It, it appears to be the first-string offense, uh, offensive line at least, and Arsenault at quarterback. And I don't, I don't see Pounds and I don't see Banks. In fact, Jude, I don't know if I've seen Pounds in the last few drives. I don't know if... We were looking for him earlier. See him now standing on the sideline with his okay. helmet in his hand. Doesn't look to be wrapped up or anything. So no. probably healthy. And yeah. again, just trying to take the wear and tear off heading into the postseason. Yep. First and 10 from their own 41. Handoff and coming near side with room to move is Lewis. He stutter steps, cuts past the defender to the inside in the Lions territory for a first down and a 14-yard gain to the 45. And this is your starting running back next year in Robert Lewis, and he's you know shows a little burst and a little speed. He's he's a sophomore. He he looks quick. You know he decides to go without the gloves, which you hardly ever see as a for a running back. Uh, it, it, especially uh, high school, everybody looks like they're wearing gloves, even the offensive linemen. Actually, Frank Gore Jr. at Southern Miss does not wear gloves. I'm trying to think of any other running backs that don't wear gloves. Let me tell you, Frank Gore Sr., yeah. I saw him up close and personal in a locker room when he was with the Ravens years yeah. ago. That man looked like he had been through some battles. <laughs> I'm sure his hands feel like sandpaper. Yeah. I'm sure his son is a cut off the old block. Yeah, no doubt. 215 and counting first down, Dallas Al, another handoff, another chance to run for Lewis. Dragged down from behind after he gains maybe four yards on the play. Yeah, and there, you know, nobody's calling timeouts right here, and Booker T. Washington is, you know, probably thinking it, it, they just 37 14 is, is not horrible, and if you're De La Salle, I don't think you're looking to run up anything at all. You just run the ball, clock management, and run this thing out and get yourself a W. De La Salle about to go 3 0 in district, undefeated in district again. The district's smaller because McMain didn't play this season because of LHSA sanctions. So Riverdale, 
Kenner Discovery, the teams that these two had to beat to set up this district championship game. Down to 90 seconds left, another running play. Lewis, stutter step, brought down as he tried to use that little jab outside to cut back to the middle, but John Derensburg able to make the stop for the Lions yeah. after a gain of maybe one. Yeah, one more play is all they'll have to run, and they can really kneel it. I don't... Obviously, nobody's stopping anything right here. They'll probably end up running some kind of run play. But, you know, looking forward to, to the playoffs. And, you know, Booker T. Washington, last year they had one of the best running backs in the state, and Arnold Barnes, who's at Tulane now. And I'm, I wonder if Barnes, the running back, has got to be a brother or something. Right, there are a couple Barnes on the roster, yeah. including you mentioned the starting running back. We didn't get a lot of touches tonight in D'Amico Barnes. Not built like the big guy that you mentioned with the green wave who was a load to bring down with breakaway speed and Delisle not able to get it timed up just right. Yeah, And it looks like they'll call time out here. The clock will stop with 37 seconds to go. Yeah, but yeah, but, but so the selection showed you that's on Sunday at Sunday, 11? right, exactly. So, so Delisle will kind of know their fate, so to speak, in the playoffs going forward. And if they're going to follow around a 15 seed, they'll play like a 19 seed and then Unfortunately for De La Salle, they're going to play a team who's going to sit at home on the couch next weekend, and then I'm guessing it might be like a Lafayette Christian. Look, you hope this win at least takes you up from the 15 spot as now it looks 14. like there's a snap to take the knee because unofficially De La Salle was 15th on the gopreps.com power rankings. St. Thomas More, Lafayette Christian, they play each other. They're the top two. They may remain the top two, although Edie White is third. If they win at St. James in a game you can watch on Crescent City Sports, they'll move into the top. Arsenault just takes a knee. The ball game is over, and De La Salle has banked their fourth win of the year. And I mean bank because Jason Banks had a monster second half as the Cavaliers led by only two at the break, but pulled away, outscored the Lions of Booker T. Washington, 21 to nothing. Final seconds come off the clock. Senior night at Pan American Stadium, and De La Salle will take home the 37 to 14 victory. Valiant effort by Demiron Washington, the quarterback of the Lions, and a well-run program by Wayne Reese Jr. as he builds up in his fifth year at Booker T. Washington. But this was a very entertaining game tonight. De La Salle had to earn it in the second half. Yeah, it's just one of those games that kind of was going back and forth at the start. And, you know, Booker T. Washington, I give them a lot of credit. I mean, they have some talent all over the field, and they got some big bodies. But I think the De La Salle game plan tonight was just run the ball with banks, you know, control the line of scrimmage and the clock, and they did do that. Uh, I think the one point of the game that you kind of felt like it was going to maybe switch directions was right at the half uh, when Booker T. Washington was able to score. Uh, but, you know, De La Salle got the momentum right back in the first drive of the sec second half by going down and scoring a touchdown. So, you know, De La Salle celebrating as they should. This is a huge moment for them. And winning a district, there's, there's, there's nothing uh, bad about that. So uh, it's a nice way to end your season. We'll come back to wrap things up on the De La Salle postgame show from City Park in a moment. Again, the final score, the Cavaliers of De La Salle 37 and the Booker T. Washington Lions 14 here on 106.1 FM. De La Salle High School at 5300 St. Charles Avenue is rooted in the LaSallean heritage and tradition of the Christian Brothers. De La Salle excels in guiding young men and women of varied backgrounds and abilities to develop spiritually, intellectually, physically, and socially. De La Salle offers college prep programs which inspire and prepare students for higher education with growth opportunities. De La Salle principles include concern for the poor and social justice, faith in the presence of God, quality education, respect for all persons, and inclusive community. De La Salle, lead on. Visit us at DeLaSalleNOAA.com or call 895-5717. 
Hi, I'm Eva Solano, Digital Sales Manager of Cumulus New Orleans. We have an immediate opening for a digital account executive. The position offers excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and a great work environment. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. Change your life for the better and enjoy going to work every day with the incredible team at Cumulus New Orleans, an equal opportunity employer. De La Salle High School at 5300 St. Charles Avenue is rooted in the LaSallean heritage and tradition of the Christian brothers. De La Salle excels in guiding young men and women of varied backgrounds and abilities to develop spiritually, intellectually, physically, and socially. De La Salle offers college prep programs which inspire and prepare students for higher education with growth opportunities. De La Salle principles include concern for the poor and social justice, faith in the presence of God, quality education, respect for all persons, and inclusive community. De La Salle, lead on. Visit us at DeLaSalleNOAA.com or call 895-5717 iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. Protect your engine better with Syntec Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil, only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec High Mileage is formulated for today's engines with over 75,000 miles. Now get five quarts of Syntec High Mileage and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $34.99. Limit supply. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. QVC is throwing the biggest holiday party of the year, and you're invited. Our nonstop holiday party is coming to you live for 49 straight hours of holiday shopping, tips and tricks to own the season, nonstop fun, and so much more. We'll be joined by our favorite celebs and guests, but it won't be a party without you. Join us for our nonstop holiday party, November 4th and 5th, everywhere you watch QVC. This is shopping brought to life. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B. BEL.com. We're Deli DeBosier, and we're proud to be the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are back with a new season ahead with a whole lot to play for. Let's go, Louisiana. It's time to rally behind the black and gold. Demand Deli DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444 4444. Chad Deli, New Orleans, LA 23 15653. Happy fans in maroon and white leaving the field and the stadium right now enjoying a victory by De La Salle on senior night to wrap up the regular season 37 to 14 over a valiant Booker T Washington squad Jude Young along with Jonah Keller as we watch everybody leave us the press box everybody's going out to have a good time on this Thursday night and reason to be in a celebratory move Cavaliers get a solid victory this evening 
that was not easy. Booker T. Washington came in and did some things differently than we've seen, and Demiron Washington played well at quarterback. Dallas out really responding to head coach Graham Jarrett in the second half and dominating the final two quarters. Yeah, I don't know whatever Coach Jarrett told him at halftime, but it definitely lit a fire. And, you know, the way that the De La Salle, like you said, Jude, responded in the second half by controlling the line of scrimmage and just taking that opening drive and going right down the field and scoring a touchdown. That's what they need to do. I, I, I really like the ability of Banks tonight, his ability to break tackles where, you know, there was a lot of times Booker T. Washington, you know, met up at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage. He was able to shake a guy or get a guy off, and, and that was a really big deal. So uh, most most importantly, though, you won your district, and, and, and th that's a big deal for De La Salle and, you know, momentum and, and confidence going into the playoffs. And you go into the postseason knowing you're going to play on the first week, yep. knowing you're going to have a home game now with this victory at tonight. Don't know who you're going to play yet. Find out officially on Sunday. Everybody will know by Saturday night so right. they can start preparing, trading film and all of that. De La Salle used to this rodeo going in the postseason and able to make deep runs. The question is, how far can they go this year? The top part, yeah. the top six or seven teams in Division II Select are awfully good and can play with anybody in the state. Agreed. And that's where De La Salle used to be for the, such a long time as you were all Always up there at the top with with the St. Thomas Moores and Lafayette Christians and E.D. Whites and those type of teams where this year it's a little bit different. You don't have that first round by that really those it's so coveted this time of year because you can rest up, get your players healthy, get a game plan together. You can basically scout the team you're gonna play and know who you're gonna play before you play them. And that for De La Salle, you you don't really know that until you get that win and you don't ever want to jump ahead. But either way, I think De La Salle's in a good position because they found themselves again in the postseason hosting a first-round game next week. But uh, I do want to say before I get, get done with this, Jude, that I'm glad I had my son Henry here with me, and I think he was part of my good, good, the good luck charm for the Cavs tonight as we saw their first win of the season. He brought that positive energy, that chi, whatever you want to call it, whatever you believe in is that extra life force because this team really needed it at the half. You know, you can go in really down on yourselves. The weird situation at the end of the first half where Booker T. Washington able to play, uh, get a second put back on the clock, throw a touchdown, they get a two-point conversion, suddenly you're in a two-point ball game and yet the Cavaliers came out and did what they do best, the running game with Banks, the offensive line opening up big holes, that's got to be the key part for the offense to be able to do some things in the playoffs, you got to be able to run the football, offensive line hard running by the backs that's the, the main tenets of Dallas South football for the last decade but it doesn't matter what point you are in the season it's always teaching moments and like you said Jude, that's a teaching moment where you're going to have the ability tomorrow and break down film and see what you did wrong. And, you know, it's about execution in the game plan, but it's also learning from the mistakes. And whether that was even a coaching mistake or a player mistake, you learn by it. And it didn't cost you the game, but you don't know. Maybe later on in the, in the playoffs, if you find yourself in the second round on the road, you might remember something that happened in the beginning of the season at, at Central or as late against this uh, Booker T. Washington game. So the season goes by so fast. I mean, yeah. It's just crazy how quickly it goes, but that's why you got to cherish if you're a high school kid that you know that you don't get many chances to put on the helmet and the shoulder pads so every chance you do you you got to take advantage of it and you only get one chance every year to attend open house at Dallas right. tell the folks about next week's big event yeah so next week come see us open house it's on the avenue on Tuesday night and uh, all the grammar school students uh, come out and see and experience what De La Salle has to offer at 5301, uh, 5300 St. Charles Avenue. A great school, great location, and most importantly, a lot of great people over there.
over there at De La Salle High School. Jonah, it's been fun filling in for Ken tonight, getting to work with you again. You're fantastic, and I'm glad you got a fantastic win for the family yeah, tonight. big win for the family, and good luck to the Cavaliers in the playoffs. And thanks so much to Rudy Dixon, the great job he always does, producing live sporting events and shows right here on 106.1 FM, doing the duty in the studio again tonight. I am Jude Young saying so long from Pan American Stadium. De La Salle gets it done and wins District 9-4A on senior night with a 37-14 victory over Booker T. Washington. As we say so long for now and remind you tomorrow night, countdown to the original, we'll have Kenner Discovery Night with head coach P.J. Strunk over at Francesca by Katie's on Harrison in Lakeview. I'll be joined by Lessie's hosting there all night. Come for food and great sports talk. High school football coverage starting at 6 o'clock tomorrow night and then at 7 from the studio. Ken Trahan, Roe Brown, Ken Trahan's original prep football report taking you through the final week of the regular season all the way to 11 p.m. Again, Jude Young saying so long from City Park. 37-14, to 14, De La Salle defeats Booker T. Washington on 106.1 FM. Thank you for listening to De La Salle Football and Nash Icon 106.1 FM and on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com. Cavaliers Football is presented by De La Salle High School, the Christian Brothers School on the Avenue since 1949. Visit us online at DeLaSalleNOLA.com to find out more about the right fit, the perfect fit for boys and girls in the metropolitan area at 5300 St. Charles Avenue. Don't forget, tune in to Ken Trahan's original prep football report Friday nights from 6 p.m. to midnight on your station for De La Salle and Prep Sports. Nash Icon, 106.1 FM. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Country for Life. WRKN. Picayune, Mississippi. New Orleans. Accumula Station. All the music that made country great. Country great. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, America. This is Garth Brooks. Hi, this is Sugarland. And the best of today. Hey, this is Jason Aldean. 106.1 Nash Icon. Nash this November, Sunday morning football debuts in Frankfurt, Germany on NFL Network. Hey, I'm getting no better than this. With back-to-back weeks, must-see matchups. Let's go! First, the Dolphins take on the Chiefs. For the end zone caught! Then, the Colts face the Patriots. And he's got it! So set your alarms. Game time! Then rise, shine, and watch two Sundays full of football. The NFL Frankfurt Games, November 5th and 12th, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. As a mom, comforting my family is what I do best. Vicks Paper Stick provides soothing, non-medicated Vicks Papers in an easy-to-apply stick. And it dries fast, so there's no mess. I use it to comfort myself <sighs> and my family. <sighs> Thanks, Mom. Vicks Vapo Stick, soothing comfort for the whole family. And when you need more comfort for yourself, try Vicks Vapo Shower for steamy Vicks Vapors. Use as directed. Vapo Stick for use ages four and up. Vapo Shower use for adults only. You're a man with a plan. I know. You'll propose to her on that family trip in front of everyone. Brilliant. I know. You know the trip is only a month away. But I don't have a ring. Luckily, there's Gage Diamonds with engagement rings in every style for every budget with certified natural diamonds, lab-grown diamonds, and moissanite. Can I finance it? Gage lets you buy the ring today and pay for it over time with our no credit needed financing. Brilliant. Yes, we are. GageDiamonds.com. We're engagements. Middle name. Visit GageDiamonds.com for restrictions. 
Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. You're a man with a plan. I know. You'll propose to her on that family trip in front of everyone. Brilliant. I know. You know the trip is only a month away. But I don't have a ring. Luckily, there's Gage Diamonds with engagement rings in every style for every budget with certified natural diamonds, lab-grown diamonds, and moissanite. Can I finance it? Gage lets you buy the ring today and pay for it over time with our no-credit-needed financing. Brilliant. Yes, we are. GageDiamonds.com. We're engagements. Middle name. Visit GageDiamonds.com for restrictions. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It's all about being real about who you are and where you're from and what you know. Country's got you covered. 1061 WRKN, Nash Icon. She likes whiskey with her water. She starts dancing when the stars come out. She ain't your typical preacher's daughter. She'll leave you dreaming, yeah, there ain't no doubt. There's a little bit of devil in her angel eyes. She's a little bit of heaven with a wild side. Got a rebel heart of country, my wide. There's a little bit of devil in her angel eyes. A little bit of devil. Sunday morning she'll be singing with the choir Got a rebel 
So I just found this little blurb about Mark Chestnut. Apparently, the last couple of days, he's in the hospital in critical care in stable condition. They're trying to figure out what's going on. He's had to cancel a few shows. Again, that's Mark Chestnut right in here. This is Al Ketchum. There's an Elvis movie on the marquee sign. We've all seen at least three times. Everybody's broke. Bobby's got a buck. Dollars worth of gas in his pickup truck. We're going 90 miles an hour down a dead end road. What's a hurry, son? Where you gonna go? We're gonna holler at the moon, shoot out the light. It's a small town Saturday night. It's a small town Saturday Bobby's getting drunk and looking for a fight Liquor on his breath, trouble on his mind well, Lucy's just a kid along for the ride Got a six pack of beer and a bottle of wine Gotta be bad just to have a good time They're gonna holler at the moon, shoot out the light It's a small town Drops off sharp at the edge of town well, Lucy, you know the world must be flat Cause when people leave town they never come back They go 90 miles an hour to the city limit sign Put the pedal to the metal before they change their mind They howl at the moon, shoot out the light at the small town Saturday night, yeah, I'll let the moon shoot out the light. Yeah, it's a small town Saturday night. It's a small town Saturday night. It's a small town Saturday night. You love country music. We love country music. That's why we're all here, right? Country for life. I listen all the time. I got the radio loud. All morning. I, I love this station. 1061 Nash Icon. American girls and American guys, we'll always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see old glory flying. There's a lot of men dead. So we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister, and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. He mighty so 
sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like the Fourth of July. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list, and a statue of liberty started shaking her fist. And Sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. And the eagle will fly. And it's gonna be hell when you hear Mother Freedom start It's raining down on you. I'm brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Outside, it's like God let me dial up the weather. Got the whole crew here. I ain't seen some of them in forever. It's one of those never forget it, better stop and take it in kind of scenes. Everything's just right, yeah, except for one thing. You should be here. Standing with your arm around me here And cutting up, cracking a cold beer Saying cheers Hey y'all, it's sure been a good year It's one of those moments It's got your name written all over it And you know that if I had just one wish It'd be that you didn't have to miss this You should be
Swindell for Savannah, as always. Well, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince are actually reuniting a Grammy salute to 50 years of hip-hop. That'll be November 8th. It'll be Will Smith's first appearance since the whole slapping thing. Now, the special is going to air for all of us on CBS in December. Uh, so there'll be several different performers. I'll definitely keep you updated on that. Now, the long side of country on the way, Clint Black, Little Big Town. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh, uh, Dwight Yoakam, Blake Shelton. How about that? All that and more next. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. But what to buy with those savings? Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. When my daughter gets a cold... <coughs> I have a secret weapon. Dayquil Kids Berry from Vicks. Dayquil Kids is specially formulated to treat kids' most bothersome cold and cough symptoms quickly. And the best part is that Dayquil Kids Berry tastes really great. Aren't you supposed to be resting? Maybe. Dayquil Kids Berry. The kids' berrylicious daytime congestion, coughing, stuffy head, stuffy nose, just for kids. Medicine. Safe for kids six years plus. 1061 Nash Icon. Country, country for life. Cash is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? Uh, about three years now. Isn't it hard to make money with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code ONLY for an extra $0.30 per gallon bonus on your first tank this week only. You can cash out anytime, write your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code ONLY for a $0.30 per gallon bonus on your first tank this week only. That's code ONLY. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit-forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil Nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. Uses directed, keep out of reach of children. 
here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Paid for by Lexicon Services. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? Uh, About three years now. Isn't it hard to make money with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? How many? around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code ONLY for an extra $0.30 per gallon bonus on your first tank this week only. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code ONLY for a $0.30 per gallon bonus on your first tank this week only. That's code only. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take Zequil. Zequil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with Zequil nights. Explore our products at Zequil.com. Uses directed, keep out of reach of children. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Paid for by Lexicon Services. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Uh, What does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus. Compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. At Dudley DePosier, clients call within days of their injury. Because if you wait, evidence gets lost, and the insurance company can use that to pay less than you deserve. Demand Dudley DePosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15654. So I found this parenting survey that uh, 40% of parents don't want to follow their own parents' footsteps when it comes to raising their kids. Well, that's a bummer. We definitely followed our parents, and I hope our kids are going to follow us. Uh, We'll see if you agree. I've got some statistics I'll lay on you next. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. Oh, you're a hard one, a 
But I know that you've got your reasons And these things that are pleasing you Can hurt you somehow Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, Lord She'll beat you if she's able And you know the queen of hearts Is always your best bet Now it seems to me some fine things have been laid upon your table, but you only want the ones that you can't get, desperado. Oh, you ain't getting no younger. Your pain and your hunger, your drive. That's just some people talking Your prison is walking through this world all alone Don't you peek it cold in the wintertime The sky won't snow and the sun won't shine It's hard to tell the nighttime from the day Music, where all the great stories live, right here. 1061 WRKN Nash Icon. Nash Icon.